And that was What the Fuck You Mean by Harper and Freddie Dread. Go ahead and give those boys a shout out. And thank you for going ahead and tuning on in to the Block is Hot podcast. I am your host, Famous Amos. A.K.A. Mr. Unidentified. A.K.A. Unidentified Black Male. A.K.A. Mr. He Went That Way. A.K.A. Soul Brother Number Three. A.K.A. Your Mother's Last Mistake. A.K.A. Pinky. And last but not least, that boy Billy Bordeaux. Yo, and what's up? You already know it's your favorite co-host. It's your boy, it's Tim Redhose. A.K.A. George Hooning. A.K.A. Their Squirrely Hoon. A.K.A. Mr. Dusty Knuckles. <laughs> and of course, A.K.A. Young Timothy Tidwell III. What's up, everybody? All right. And we jumping back into it. I'm glad to see that we're back on a semi-normal recording schedule. Shit's been getting twisted sure back in 2021. <laughs> I miss those enough, right? <laughs> wait wait till that fourth week then we can start saying that shit yeah <laughs> these people are animals they want content every hour on the hour that is true but people gotta realize that until we're actually getting paid for it we gotta do it on our time and that's the most beautiful yeah. thing speaking of which 
that's one of like the roughest things about the come up is like having to do everything on your own time. Like it's like it's all it's all forced up in so much fun, but then like it's that I, this is what I call like the grind time because like there's there's nothing really making us do it. We're just doing it for our own love. I've always said that the podcast is a little bit of like therapy for myself, just, you know, getting thoughts out and just putting them out into the ether and then people, you know, if they agree or disagree or just kind of, you know, leaving my mark in a space and time, you know, when I'm dead and gone, these podcasts will be out somewhere, you know, so don't have these MP3s. Dude, I was just thinking about that shit. Like, I think that's going to be like the coolest part about like when we when we make it and this shit's like an established podcast that like people listen to mm -hmm. like like a lot of people listen to i think it's going to like be cool to like listen to like the earliest ones and then like date it to like because realistically like i already know like shit really doesn't start popping off until you've done it for like 10 years right so like in 10 years going back and like listening to all these first ones and be like damn i am not that child anymore <laughs> no facts big facts and also just to start off the podcast i do want to give um you know some shouts and praise and you know send some good love your way on starting your own podcast throughout this pandemic i think your first episode launched back in early december i think uh yeah this the pilot episode i'm not i'm not about to say what date because i'm gonna get it wrong no problem people can go ahead and fact check us on their own but um, no, I feel you. I feel you because I, I was listening to the podcast today and because you told me about it last week, but I wanted to dive into it and catch yeah. up. And you know what? I 100% uh, respect where you're going with. You know, you do need your own personal creative outlet where you can go ahead and mm -hmm. hedge ideas, have your own original thoughts and put them out into the ethos, as mm -hmm. well as have a way for your com your comedy fans to have a direct outlet to you as you start to grow and progress, you know? Because before you'd be yeah. going out to comedy shows, you can say, oh, I do a podcast, you know, with someone else. But you didn't have your own personal branded podcast that is something that, you know, every time you go to a show and people want to, you know, get more content from Tim Red, they now have something mm -hmm. to actually reach out to and, you know, gravitate towards. So, you know, congratulations, yeah. you know, like I'm really happy for you. And the fact that now this is going to allow you. you to continue to get your comedy out because when i was listening to uh your stuff it actually just sounds like one big stand-up set and as you get more comfortable podcasting on your own and doing your own thing it's gonna even translate to you just speaking into the mic at an open mic and then doing a comedy set as well yeah that that's part of the that's one of the big things was like i know that i need something my, like my own like unique uh outlet as you're saying and that's the main thing that got me started. Not only that, but like, there's a lot of, uh, because of course working and doing all that shit, doing mics here and there, the occasional show, but there's a lot of dead space I had. So like over like pretty much, especially like around September, I started like picking up things that I, just to keep myself busy because like, that's the main, I notice I'm happiest in life when like, I'm just busy doing something. It could be anything as long as I'm into it, you know? Like, that's why, like, a big thing for me, like, actually, after creating that podcast, like, I always, like, of course, like, I would always consider myself, like, a car guy, but I didn't realize how much of a car guy I was, because, like, that's just kind of, like, 
my default mode of like topic to talk about when I'm like just rambling. You know, but no, it's kind of. Th- but the thing is, though, it's the fact that mm-hmm. you knew that there was a little bit of like something you said in your podcast was your need to create, and I'm finally glad that mm-hmm. you've acknowledged that side of you being a creator because i feel like you've always kind of been passive aggressively not trying to assume that responsibility you've only tried to put the oh i'm a car guy i like to do things with cars and it's like you know that's cool but to be honest you were never creating things from your car you were just doing what the normal Mm -hmm. stuff was and just driving you know you're getting good at driving but you weren't doing Mm -hmm. creations with it so to say you know you weren't fabricating things you weren't building new parts but with comedy you are a creator. You're a writer. You have to now assume that role. You mm-hmm. are a comedy writer. You write comedy. And by doing that and starting to write, it starts to spark the ignition of creating. Just like outside of this, mm-hmm. I'm an artist. I have to draw. I have to create. I have to do something. And this little podcast that we started is my creation as well. Like I had to produce. I had to, you know, get my hands in it and start yes. doing that. So now you're doing that. And now you're seeing this like mm-hmm. you're, you're feeding that creative buzz to now you may start writing comedy skits and sketches and things like that. And then implementing that, who knows, YouTube may be next on your horizon. But I'm glad that you just started to acknowledge the fact that your need to produce and create, you know, it's a huge thing. Yeah, it's I feel like it is part of like the territory because like it's going into it, it's like even like something else that like I've kind of like when it really com- comes down to something like I've been fighting was the fact that like I'm like I fucking hate saying this but I'm doing comedy not because I want to be famous but the outcome of doing comedy is to be famous so you get paid for doing comedy the only way to get paid for doing comedy is if like you make it so I'm I'm that's something else that like I've kind of like starting to work into my head is that like in order to make it in the comedy world you have to be somebody you can't just kind of be like skim i mean you definitely could but you won't be able to take it to that next level of being like an actual professional comedian well i think it's about developing your personal resume you know as of right now Mm -hmm. you're a stand-up comedian that's technically all you've done but now you have you're your co-host on a podcast you have your own personal podcast and now once you start growing from that you know doing more mics in more places and just developing connections you know um you know anytime you go to an open mic hosting coming soon hosting (laughs) yes bingo hosting and just developing and evolving from that unfortunately you know hosting gigs are you know they're far and few in between especially because if it was if if the market was open you know, if we were on our regular shit, it'd be pretty easy for you to try to get a hosting gig. But now that it's so yes. far and few in between, they want experienced people that host, people that are like, you know, broken in veterans. Like you are still now, if you want to start hosting, you'd be considered entry level. It's like, fuck, like, can you yes. handle that, exp- that that task? And no one's going to want to give you that yeah. shot because <laughs> they got, if, if they got open house, a uh, full house right now, like, nah, we got to make sure we got someone who can kill crowd work everything but it, it's yeah, all gonna come why, time, the, the whole know? hosting things it, yeah the whole hosting thing I, I am gonna i have somebody that's uh pretty much gonna set me up with something so like it's not like i'm just going in uh raw dog you know they're they're pretty much gonna set up the whole thing and all i have to do after that is run it and that's like for me like that's i could do a lot with that opportunity especially in the area that i'm gonna be doing it in 
it's going to open up a lot of doors, especially being a fresh face out there. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really looking. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I think that's <laughs> scared the fuck everybody. I'm pretty sure that's the neighbors with sprinklers. Mm. I thought I was about to get ran up on by like a possum or a skunk or some shit. That shit happened to me the other day, bro. I was doing a backyard mic. A possum just started creeping up on my set. I was like, all right, that shit's cool. I just kept trying to go on, but like it kept getting closer. And I was like, all right, I'm I'm legit getting scared now. I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of worried about the arts in California and that current state. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be honest because I've been, I've been fiending to kind of do an art walk. I want cause, um, this weekend on Saturday, uh, me and Jasmine, her family, we went to Santa Monica to ride bikes and we went from Santa Monica up and then down to Venice. And I was looking at the people just, you know, producing their art and shit. And it wasn't the same vibe, but I was just like, damn, like, I want to do that again. Like I want to go somewhere, pitch my tent, set up my art for display and just paint live and just like be in that zone and just chilling. But there's nowhere that you can go to do that. Everywhere has been shut down. So it's like, fuck, like you can't even do out, out, outdoor art walks anymore. No, you really can't because that it's still that organized event and like all the normal art walks that I'd be a part of. And normally like the people that I would connect with, you know, everything's postponed. It's just, you know, everyone's sharing their digital, you know, catalogs, but that really, it's not the same. Huh. So I'm worried about. Yeah, I know like a way that they get away with it for like comedy is you say that it's a protest. So maybe you could do a protest art walk. That'd be a good one. Because that's what I was going to get at. I like, think that's really. What I think do you... that's the only way you're able to go about it. No, no, I think, well, I guess I could do that then. Say I'm protesting in the name of something but it's like but i'm protesting but do you want to buy some shit <laughs> as long as it doesn't turn into like an act of terrorism by the end of it i think your protest is pretty solid yeah because i mean the underground comedy scene right now and just even performing arts you know prior to this you know i would have like 2019 is i mean 2020 is the year where I went to less than four shows or concerts. Like I went to, I think four shows within before March hit and it was still like, Whoa, COVID, you know, was around the corner, but shit. So do you know, do you know what's funny when you said that? Like, Oh, I just got an instant flashback of like the beginning of the year was like 2020, 2020 vision dog. shit's going to be dope. Oh yeah, dude! Remember that? Yep. Everybody proceeded to have the worst fucking year of their life. That's so funny. I mean, yeah, you can definitely go back in the earlier archives, and we were saying that shit. Oh, twenty twenty vision. Oh, oh man. we're about to be seeing this twenty twenty vision. Four twenty for yeah, a month. Shit. <laughs> Cancel. Shit. <laughs> shit did not age well at all. Fuck no. So we went from twenty twenty being the most shit year to I'm not gonna lie. 2021 is just the it's like we were cutting down the tree in 2020 <laughs> and then 2021 i feel like is the crack where the tree is now falling down and it's only going to get worse like think about yeah, how much you know wild shit's happened like, already we didn't check where the tree was going to fall and we cut it wrong so now it's falling back on us that's like, kind of like what happened. It's like, oh, it's going to fall right there into that open clearing. But in all reality, it's going to fall in a hospital and an orphanage. <laughs> like, like, 
It's like we had we had no control of that tree, dude. Just fucking lumberjacks hacking away. Yeah, that. that <laughs> but I don't think it's going to be too bad for too long. I think we're just off because we we're we're at such a bad place already. It's only natural that this year is off to a very bumpy start. But I think like I'm really hoping by like. I mean, I want to say by March, I, I think we get our shit together, but I don't think it's going to be that soon. I think it probably won't, realistically, probably not till summer, but it, it's going to get better. We're at the end of this shit. Uh, I don't, okay, okay, okay. So hear me out. Okay, hear me out. Okay. Just hear me out. Mm. Okay. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So... We just saw what was happening with the Capitol, right? Like, niggas is going crazy. <laughs> All right. So I feel like this whole Matrix simulation or whatever the fuck we're in, it's crumbling before our very eyes. Like, to be completely honest, like, I'm not on this bullshit. Like, I'm separating the NPCs from those that are really, like, that are seeing through the veil. Like, if you're out there calling people trump supporters or if you're out there saying like you're really in super on like biden's dick and you're not thinking about things on a bigger spectrum it's like cool you're an npc you know like you're watching fox news and you're watching cnn and shit and you're just absorbing it like you're just taking it all in if, but you're not you aligned to either side right bingo Pretty much. yeah if you can't see the bigger picture you're an npc and i get it but it's like look at what's happening the world's got so shit did you hear about the CIA releasing UFO classified documents? I haven't heard of this specifically, but I know that this shit has been coming out more and more and more. And it pisses me the fuck off that nobody's fucking paying attention to this shit. Now, why would they do that? Like, they've been saying that that... Um, and we talked about that, too. That's how long... We, dude, you don't even realize how long we've been doing our pod. We've been doing our pod for almost like three years. Like almost two years now. Well, no, no, this no, three years almost, basically. No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, no, no, no. No. Yeah. Remember Amuamua, the long, like, like cigar-shaped tube. We talked about yeah. that on our podcast. That was 2017, dog. How the fuck did that happen? That's what I'm saying. We've been doing this for a minute. Like, we think that like going on tinfoil hat, which you know, shout out to all the tinfoil hat boys out there. You know, y'all show us the most love. You know, that was a long time ago. Like, remember, we went... Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Did we talk about Trump looking at, at the solar eclipse on the podcast? Oh, like when, when, shit. When the, when the... No, no, we no, we didn't. We didn't. But I remember seeing that, though. Him, like, and people were making fun of him. Like, Look at Donald Trump staring into the fucking eclipse. He's going to go blind and shit. So, are you trying to correlate the two? Because I don't know how, how it is, but go, go for it, dude. No, 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 I, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not correlating those two. I'm just trying to like. I'm just trying to like make a road fat because I suck at dates. I but I could remember certain things, and then like I kind of like, oh, that's about when this happened. Now I was about to say like, if we talked about that shit on the podcast because I thought we did for some reason, but like I kept telling myself that we didn't because that seemed like it was too long ago because that probably was like 2016 or some shit like that. But j just imagine, but yeah. though, why is it that whenever shit gets really, really bad, the government does some type of top secret data dump? Remember not too long ago, I think it was maybe four weeks or I'm not going to lie, maybe eight, 
they did another dump where it was like WikiLeaks had a dump full of just like a shitload of classified documents that got unclassified and it was just out there for you to do your own shit. You know, they didn't have too much crazy shit, but still they were doing a dump to try to like distract us from some shit. Like, why is it that yeah. the Capitol building gets stormed and then all of a sudden the CIA decides to release a shitload of classified documents? <laughs> like, okay, like... What was on Pelosi's laptop? Oof, dude. And speaking of which, I know blockheads out there, you thought we might have been a little bit light on the Capitol incident that happened last week, but that shit just happened at that time. So we we were still processing it. Yeah, that now, was that day. Now that it's happened, Tim, I got to know, bro. Wh- what happened, man? What happened to my America? Bro. <laughs> what, ha- what happened to my <laughs> Hank Hill, <laughs> King of the Hill, good old-fashioned America? What 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 happened? Oh, you, you saw them. <laughs> You saw them, they're right. there. <laughs> Is they that fuck, what it was? They fucking beat it. They beat a cop to death with a fire extinguisher. Nigga. That's what happened. Oh. <laughs> Bruh. Okay. So like like yo, like I've been saying this, like this sounds fucked up, but the best thing that could have happened was that lady getting shot in the neck. Because it was right at that point that everybody realized, like, oh, this is real. We are doing some serious shit. Like, if it wasn't for them shoot, shooting one person, like, I think shit would have got really bad. I'm, a, I'm honestly, I'm really concerned. What would have happened if the senators didn't get away? What would have happened if the vice president get, didn't get away? Would they have hung them? Like, right. I'm honestly like trying to grab the concept of, like, how far were they willing to go? Because they went pretty far. Now, did you and what's see funny the... is all these people thought they're just having fun. Okay, no, no. Everybody okay. just thought this was a fun event, but they're like, yo, you let's, guys, let's break it down. The coup. Let's really, let's really break it down, okay? Like, cause if this would like, imagine this. I feel like if if I would have lived in that surrounding area, like close, I might have went with my camera. <laughs> Excuse me. Cause at the end of the day, I have a bulletproof vest. So I will gladly wear a bulletproof vest under my shit and just record and put press on my shirt and just like, I'm just here for documentation, you know, shit went down. But imagine like, what happened? Like, did you see the video of the dude that was slanging like uh, bacon wrapped hot dogs and shit? Oh my the God, side? they had a hot dog, man. Bruh, he was from, I think he's from Cali. From East LA, just a dude, he was about the hustle. He knew it was gonna go down. He was like, they are gonna be hungry. Like Jordan said, Republicans <laughs> buy sneakers too. And Republicans need their bellies fed. <laughs> so so imagine this, imagine this, taking it back, you know. It probably started as a little small peaceful march. You know, you were out there, you know, with your little flag, your you know, your make America great again hat, or you're just Blue Lives Matter, whatever the fuck it is, like you were trying to be out there in support of this regime. Cause I'm not gonna just throw it on all Republicans, okay? You yeah, could have been a Republican course, and said not. fuck Trump, okay? And that's what I'm saying. Like those were the most extreme examples bingo. of the Re- Republicans party. But you got it though, like you know that it's one of those things where it's not about a Republican or a Democrat. It's about the person. So those are the most fringe, crazy ass motherfuckers, the Republican Party. All right. So we're not calling them just, you know, Republicans because there's people that hate Donald Trump, but they're like, I believe in Republican values of that 
Democratic mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. that you know public that party, all that shit. We're not political science majors. All right. So, but think about it. You're there. You're cooling it. You're rallying. You're doing this and that. At what point does it escalate? And at what point do good people turn their backs and let anarchy take place? I feel like I feel like everybody there generally were good people. You know, this is something I, I, I like. I like kind of like talking about because I, I was even saying earlier to my dad, like, pause really quick. Don't I'm I not never? Off, don't care. When you say good people, I know what you mean, but addressed to people that labeled everyone there racist. Because we got people like Deej that could have been in that crowd. Mm-hmm. I know he's Republican. And I know he was yeah. a little bit on Trump for a bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, I mean, I'll, I'll admit, like, I definitely wanted him to do the right thing. But back to the whole solar eclipse thing. When I saw my man staring at the solar eclipse, I was like, I don't think I want this man. This isn't the man that's going to lead us to the promised land. You know what I'm saying? But, like, there are so many different times where I really wanted, like, because, like, he was saying the things that I wanted to hear. But especially when it came down to this whole, like, anyone that thinks that like, they should have overturned the election, I, I feel like, do I believe that there's, hold on, fuck, I, there's so many things I want to talk about. What was the question again? Uh, Let me get back on track. All right. To get you back on track, my thing is this. We're addressing the people. Because you, you start off by saying everyone there in attendance was a good person. But I'm saying, oh, what, yeah. what do you say to those people that called everyone there a racist, bigoted, whatever, such and such? Because remember this also. like, What well, makes Biden so much worse? Because we didn't get the same type of vibe towards Obama. And he was a nigga. Yeah. We didn't get no yeah. you know, got cheat account like. Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, yeah, because what happened is with the whole turnout in general. The reason why so many people voted for Biden is because so many people are tired of of are tired of our politics being some fucking laugh the laughing stock of the fucking world. I feel like everybody that voted for Biden really want uh, voted to go back to normalcy, even if they didn't agree with what he with what he uh, stands for. And for like anyone that thinks like, what's that? Explain laughing stock of the world because I would think to some we do still have. Nigga, have the you gr- seen the memes? I know. Have I know. You seen the memes? I know the memes. <laughs> but remember, memes, everybody's laughing at us. I don't know. Memes aren't real. Just like how Ari Shafir would oh, okay. say, like really those quick. people you're, mad you're at him back. aren't real. So I don't know. Just like, yeah. not, not to backpedal, not to cut you off, but just huh. what about? Because I think I still think people hold us to be the epitome of freedom mm-hmm. and a democratic you know a society even though we're a republic not a democracy so that's what i'm trying to say so i mean i think it's only been recently that people have made a mockery and it's only within yeah it's been made a mockery like identity politics and shit but Mm -hmm. you know keep on keep on so put it this way when i was in thailand that's when trump pretty much was doing the whole you were in thailand running you and tom yeah (laughs) we gotta get a pod with tom when i was in thailand a lot of people we're just we're already like the people from other country were like they're like man you're from america how fucking crazy is that like that you have this fucking you have trump fucking running and like people were overseas we're bad mouthing uh we're bad mouthing trump like at at that time i was actually more of like a a pro-trump person like at that point because because i was super against pc culture and all that shit 
thing about it like no i had to try to no i had to try to explain to people that like yeah we have this weird cancel culture going on in america that that needs to be stopped and i feel like this man is kind of like the man to like get the job done <clears throat> as we can see he was a fucking psychopath well i'm not sure if we should well I, i would call him a psychopath a sociopath for sure but going back to the whole the people that were there were generally good natured because if you ask me if there's if those if there's voter fraud i will 100% say yes there's voter fraud was there that's in that every election much? though yeah like like i be, i believe i believe there's voter fraud i believe there's probably always been voter fraud no matter where in time you look at but my whole thing is unless you can't prove it with 100% accuracy and show that it actually fucked up the election that bad you don't mention it because there's people that can't deduce things logically with their own mind and they want a leader to tell them yo I'm they're a, they're cheating us i'm a play devil's But advocate pretty much what was going on is like <clears throat> it was like li listening to trump talk about the voter fraud was like going to a reddit page where people say they put put out a crazy conspiracy but then there's no source material so you could actually click on it and learn about it and that's basically what's going on so for me like saying that there's fraud it's like yeah sure we know there's fraud but if you have no proof that it actually it actually skewed the results so you didn't win so for me i always think like a, a responsible person should not even bring it up even though you know it's real you shouldn't bring well i mean yeah sure bring it up but like you shouldn't be trying to get people to pedal on it that hard especially to the point where you're saying come on down and basically we're going to try to not not these were his words but come on down we're going to get them to change their mind yeah it's even kinda, if by force it's kind of like don't point out cheating when you've been cheating but just didn't get caught yeah basically yeah basically basically because unless you could i'll give you a devil's advocate scenario lance mm -hmm. armstrong is probably one of the greatest cyclists of all time lance mm -hmm. armstrong never got caught taking steroids you can look that mm -hmm. up he never got caught he admitted to something but he never got caught all of his wins are legitimate you can't take nothing away from him if he if he did not admit to taking those supplements he would mm -hmm. still be considered one of the greatest of all times now like you yes. just said right now Voter fraud is something we know takes place in every election. Like, motherfuckers, remember the Al Gore Bush? How those Florida mm -hmm. votes came out mm -hmm. of nowhere? Like, okay, so, mm -hmm. again, again, Barack Obama. Shit seemed kind of weird, but again, we we needed Brock. I'm sorry. Like, we, we needed yeah. him. Like, he just showed where we were going to go in the future of our country and what could be hell. Okay? Like, even if we never have a black president again, we have one. It's all that matters. You can do it if you want. Honestly, I think after this fiasco, we're probably going to have nothing but black presidents. I think, I think like, we're, we're tired of these white people. No, I think Andrew Yang. I really think Andrew Yang might be our next president if he keeps running and tries to do his thing. I, I feel I, it. I genuinely I feel, feel he, that. He's, he's a fan favorite. So so that's what I was going to get at. Like, okay, like I was saying, Lance Armstrong never got caught. So you have people till this day that will still that's defend That's actually him. a great point, though. Yeah. That's a great point, though. You brought steroids, right? Mm-hmm. In 
professional sports, we know steroids are being used. And regardless of so it's okay. one of those. Wait, it's like, you know that this gets banned. I'm about to bring it full circle. Boom, go. I'm about to bring it full circle. We know that steroids are being used. But unless you could say 100% this person's using steroids, you don't fucking say anything because you end up tarnishing something that you can't actually, because it's, whether it's true or not, if as soon as you, it's pretty much like when you, you when a woman says, this guy sexually uh, assaulted me. And then you go back and find out that this dude uh, never sexually assaulted her. Let me take it down. That person's reputation still hey, tarnished. Hey, hey, let me take it down a nooch because sexual assault is kind of strong. It's like when a bitch says she had work done. Okay, it's like she has to then prove that she's never had surgery or any plastic surgery done. Like, I'm all natural, but if you get one bitch that says like, "Nah, bitch, you've had work done," it's like everyone will run with that instead of her honest word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I just didn't want because well, sexual assault is kind of fucked up. Like, <laughs> I didn't want to throw that out there. No, like, that, that's a, that's a very real one because girl, like, I mean, it sucks. I I dated a girl. I actually now dated two girls that blame it blame dudes as sexual assaults, and I've heard I one of them. I heard the full story where it's like, oh yeah, you totally lied about that. There's five people that are like saying the same story. What happened? You're the only person that said that you got raped that night. And then knowing you, like I know how I I, I get completely see how it was. See, but uh, I got. But the thing I got is, very, though, I got I got some really good details about. It. That's why I know, like, oh, she wasn't raped. And, and that's but, why she never. But you know what? I as as a man, I'll look at you and be like, yo, I can take you that story and I can process it as you did, and I can take a 50-50, you know. But as a society on a bigger scope, that nigga's guilty. Mm -hmm. There's nothing around that. Exactly. That, that's, that's all I'm saying. But that's but what it, happens. Like there's that's a bigger there's a bigger sway of public opinion when it comes to Trump. I feel like, like, I still remember when Trump was cool. And I think yeah. we're both of an age where we remember when Trump when Trump was cool. Like, I will play as the Home ending song. Too. Yeah, dude. Not even that. I, I will play motherfucking Mac Miller's Donald Trump. I'm gonna take over yeah. the world like I'm awesome Donald Trump shit. Like I remember when people used to think of Donald Trump either. Not even as being cool, but just being that rich celebrity who does that rich yeah. nigga shit that rich people want to do. Whether it's, you know, you want to fuck a bunch of whores, throw a bunch of money in people's faces, spit on the poor, and then give them a $100 bill to wipe it off of them. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Donald <laughs> Trump represented that. And I think that there's a whole generation of people, old and young, young people that heard the legend. And then the old people they remember when they were Donald Trump's age and weren't Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, imagine when we were 18 and we saw an 18-year-old millionaire like, oh shit, that could have been me, but I ain't that nigga. But I like that guy. He's cool. He's charismatic. I'd probably be that guy if I had that type of money. And they like that swagger. Exactly. Remember when swagger was a word we used exactly. to use? Ain't no one got swagger <laughs> like us. That's Donald motherfucking Trump. He yes. had that swagger that took the poor and white class, because that's what a lot of it is. It's a lot of poor lower class people that believe in that idea of grabbing it by your bootstraps but if you never had boots mm -hmm. what the fuck are you grabbing it by your socks those socks will rip okay <laughs> like like no one thinks about the long term slip into your thong sandals and now we're gonna bring her back to the idea of how did that trump rally go from just a because remember the bml protests they didn't storm a capital 
they didn't kill no police officers during their protests. Remember the uh, yeah, the pipeline? but they did cause a lot of destruction. That's why bro, I don't bro, bro. I don't completely take them off the hook. Remember but though, they, you can... what they did is bad. But there's I feel like what happened at the Capitol was a lot worse. Dog, like you can replace a window, you can paint graffiti. Like that at the end of the true. day, like that that's true. insurance. That is true, bro. There was loss of life. Like again, I'm not a Blue Lives Matter person because even though. I'm from a law enforcement family. You're from a law enforcement family. Blue lives don't exist. That's just a job. That is an occupation. You sign up for the risks. You know the risks that you're taking when you put on that vest every morning. So don't give me that shit of your cop in a plea of, oh, but my life. No, nigga. You, like, you're, like, like the Joker said, when a fucking truck full of soldiers blows up, nobody bats an eye because it's a part of the status quo. All right? So don't give me that, that bullshit. What I'm saying is now, like, you're kind of seeing that, like, the protests, remember for the pipeline by the Native Americans? Those people were being arrested, tear gas, pepper sprayed, mm-hmm. guns pulled on them. Like, these niggas stored a motherfucking capital, and you saw people opening the door. So it's either, like, one of two things. Yes. It was ordered, or it was organized, and niggas were complacent. Ordered to mm-hmm. let them just stand by? Hey, stand down. Stand down. Mm-hmm. Or... Hey, this is what mm-hmm. we're going to do. I'm going to open this door really quick. Because I saw a video mm-hmm. of a dude. There was a double door security door. And you know what that's like. You open a door. Then you have to go through mm-hmm. another door. He opened up the first door fast. Opened up the second door. So when the other door was sliding back, the guy could go through the first door and prop the other door open. And then everyone else start coming in. You know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like it's like the same thing. She's walking behind you. You push the door open really fast to like let the door swing open. And then you go to the second door. And then you know everyone's following behind you. Yeah, it, and there's a lot of footage of pretty much the it looked what looked like the police helping them get in there. And what's what's fucked up is like we go back to something like Cointel Pro, where um, talk to him. Oh wait, no, I, I think I'm. Well, no, it's part of Cointel Pro, but it was more so at the church committee where uh, the chairman of the CIA at the time, I believe. He had said that they had, uh, they had, they had uh, CIA agents infiltrate the KKK, but the reason why they weren't able to get information and shut down the KKK was because the agents that ended up getting in it ended up uh, being co-opted, and they ended up getting absorbed into the KKK. And being that you have to realize, like, there's some, there are some police officers that probably were really ride or die for fucking Donald Trump that probably would have wanted this shit to happen. Dude, I, saw I mean, so many even banners. when you look at uh, some of the footage of, of the people that got inside the Senate office, one of them was a was like an Air Force uh, officer or some shit like that. He had his Air Force gear on him with zip ties. Well, no, no. So I, I that's why it's too. like they were part of the they were part of the crowd. Some of them, at least. I'm not saying all of them, of course. Obviously, I feel like this is where like generalizations get really dangerous because you'll have different people fucking yelling at you like. It's all of them. It's none of them. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Time out. For those of you on the Bloggers Hot podcast that are checking us out, you should already know we do not subscribe to broad generalizations of any crowd. However, <laughs> when we're talking about a certain situation, we're stupid people and we have to know. talk like this. Exactly. It's like we're not trying to, because if we wanted to, this podcast would take three hours. We're not doing that. You should know. <laughs> like, use your discernment, use your fucking due diligence. Allow like, me to come pontificate. On. But nah, dude, like you're really right. 
keep going. I just want to make sure, because like we shouldn't have to keep saying that every single time. Like we're not talking yeah. about everyone. Like we said that already in the beginning. It's, it's, like we're trying it's to. Just, it's just the times that we're in. Like, I feel like it's the times that we're in where everybody wants to like. But, but like, remember full circle this is coming back to if yeah. me and you were there i'm there with my camera you know you're there writing jokes and documenting shit too and <laughs> hey if you see the door go into the Capitol and you got a balaclava on I might just tip through to that motherfucker just like hey they can't see my Yo, face really like, quick. <laughs> i think i think that's the funniest thing about all this shit is like what i heard like they already like identified forty thousand people that were there <laughs> Bro, and like they're fucking getting rolled on. Okay, they're okay. fucking pressing charges on these people. They're hey. fucking playing my no fly list. Get gay. Uh, like, it's, check this out. It's so funny to me because like all these people literally snitched on themselves. They're talking about their achievements on TV, on social media. Like there's one dude saying like he felt invigorated and he was energized after doing this shit. And then he fucking got fired from work and like he's like. No, 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 that's not what I meant. And it's like, yo, dude, like we're we're gonna play a little game right now called You How guys fucked. you guys did one of the most illegal things and you guys went and bragged about it. Dude, dude, dude. We're gonna play a little game called How Fucked. I have the thirteen individuals that have been charged so far with federal crimes. I'm just gonna read off to you mm. each individual. And I want you to say how fucked are they? <laughs> the first one is <laughs> 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 I know, right? The first one is Cleveland Meredith. They were charged on January 7th, 2021 with making interstate threats to Speaker Nancy Pelosi. That's the shortest one so far. How fuck? They made threats to her? Interstate I threats. I think that's... I think that's pretty low on the fuck bar. I think they're still... I think... Threatening a politician probably like... Did they did they catch him at at the Capitol? I don't. I uh. Well, they've been charged, so I'm assuming that they're in custody. I think uh, they'll say like seven years, but they'll let them get out with like three or four. Oh shit! Okay, I can see that. But yeah, I, that's definitely federal time, though, for sure. All right. So yeah, they're getting charged. So yeah, they're pretty fucked. They're pretty fucked. Here's number That's two. That's not the hardest of fucking. No, no. This is this is probably a light fuck. You know, maybe just a little yeah, fingering. Yeah, a pretty light fuck in, in, in retrospect of everything. All right, well, next person. We have a Richard Barnett of Arkansas, again, charged on the 7th of the January attack with knowingly entering or remaining in any restricted building or grounds without lawful entry, violent entry, or disorderly conduct on capital grounds, theft of public money, property, and records, Barnett allegedly entered a restricted area of the Speaker of House Nancy Pelosi. Oh, is that the dude that stole the laptop? I think so, yeah. Oh, he's fucked. <laughs> that guy's fucked. Yeah, it, especially if they if, if that's the dude that stole the laptop, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to get like, I don't know, probably like 10 to 12 years. He's going to need because that that's extra strength. That's considered K-Y. sensitive information. But yeah, that guy's pretty fucked. Hmm. Moving, I got moving on, we have a Lonnie Kaufman of Alabama. He was charged with possession of an unregistered far, far, <laughs> firearm, also a destructive device, carrying a uh-huh. pistol without a license, 
and it is alleged Kaufman's vehicle contained 11 explosive devices known as Molotov cocktails and firearms. It is further alleged oh, he was in possession of two firearms. Kaufman was arrested and is currently being held. His attention hearing is scheduled for January 12th, 2021. So that was today. This nigga got tried. Oh, boy, boy's fucked. That boy's fucked. He's he's getting penetrated. Ten men. Ten minimum. He He's going... Yeah, he, he's staying in there for a while. Damn, and down top of that, they found pipe bombs. They could technically uh, tie those pipe bombs that they found in the RNC uh, back to him if they wanted to. Holy I bet fuck. they could. Yeah, he might be. He's really fucked. Yeah. 10 to 15. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that that, that just sounded bad reading it. <laughs> Number four <laughs> is... Christ. Yeah, he was ready for war. Oh, no. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. These people were ready to start some real shit. 11 some of these people Molotov were really, really... cocktails. 11. Yeah, that's bodies, bro. He was going yeah, for the five-star GTA. <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty fucked. He's pretty fucked. Moving on to the next, we have a Mark Leffingwell. Oh, fuck. Uh, he was, he's charged with knowingly my light, entering. My light just died. What do you mean? I'm in the dark. Uh, I'll just finish these questions. I'll go grab another battery. It's all good. We're technically Yeah, let's not finish these questions. I don't, I don't mind being in the dark. We're not recording video, I don't think. Oh, we're not? Nah. Okay. I still don't want to be in the dark. I understand. <laughs> I'll continue to read these off and get my opinion until you get back. <laughs> no, keep going. I'll, I'll go grab, grab a, a battery in, the, in a minute. I like these. <laughs> All right, so we're on Mark Leffingwell. He was charged with knowingly entering or remaining in a restricted building or grounds without lawful authority, assault on federal law enforcement officer, violent entry, <laughs> oh, and disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds, he was alleged of entering the Senate side of the Capitol and when stopped by law enforcement, struck an officer in the helmet and chest. Leffingwell is currently being held and has detention hearing in the courts district today of the 12th. Yeah, he's Fuck. pretty fucked. That's 10 years. And the thing is, like... 7 to 10. I feel like he just tried to get away. Like, it says he sh- they struck an officer in the helmet and chest, so he probably threw two punches before getting swarmed, but he was probably trying to just dip the fuck out. Yeah. So... I mean, that's resist- that's fuck him for what he did, though. but still, like, fuck him for what he did, but I feel like those charges are trumped up on a dude just trying to get away. Like, that wasn't as bad as old boy with 11 Molotov cocktails. No, no, not at all. But I feel like that, I feel like assaulting an officer, like, because of everything that went down, I think, yeah, he could get, like, five to seven years. I, I feel like he's pretty fucked. Yeah, definitely. That's, 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 that's not heavily fucked, but he's fucked. Moving on to number five, we have Christopher Alberts of Maryland. He's charged with carrying or having a readily concealable on the grounds of the United States Capitol building, a firearm and ammunition, specifically a Taurus G2C 9mm handgun and 9mm caliber ammunition. You know, to be completely honest, I'm not a big fan of the 9mm unless you are trying to have fun at the range, plinking shit, that or a twenty two. If I'm going to have a motherfucking round, it's going to be a 40 or a 45. That's just my personal caliber. But um, moving on, how fucked do you think this motherfucker is going to be? That's that's 7 to 10. 7 to 10. I mean, the only reason why I could see him, like, why it's not going to be 
Same with, well, not so much Molotov. It was registered, man. though. Molotov. Remember the other guy said that it was yeah. unregistered? This, I think, was yeah. his firearm. So I think it's just because he had it on the Capitol building. It, that's why he's going to get Yeah, in, in D.C., I think you could have a firearm, right? It can't be loaded, though. I know that for sure. Well, no, it's it's the same thing as, like, even let's just say, for example, like, uh, Nevada. You can have a concealable carry uh, pistol, but if you go onto a government building or, like, school grounds, yeah. that's an illegal weapon at that point because you're not supposed to have it. So I think once he got onto the Capitol building, that's when his weapon that's, became yeah. illegal. So I think I think it's, like, a yeah, minor fucking... Like four years. Like, they're, they're definitely going to throw some lube on it. You know, it's not going to be too rough, but he's still going to get fucked in the end. Yeah, that'll be four years. I mean, it's not like he brandished it, right? No, I don't think it doesn't say anything about brandishing it. I just think that probably when he when he hit that cop, he had it holstered, but he still had probably like an extra clip or two on him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll get like, oh yeah, that's what he hit a cop though too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four years, four to seven. Four I, think, to seven. I think a good lawyer could take it down to four. <laughs> mm. I, I could agree. Moving on to number six. We got a Joshua Pruitt. He was charged with knowingly entering or remaining in a restricted building without lawful. Yeah, that's kind of like a light fucking. That's just, you know, I feel like we can skip this one. That's something crazy. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, a, a year or less. We have Matthew Council of Florida charged with knowingly entering or remaining in a restricted building. Yeah, that's another easy one. I'm just Is that the dude that stole the t- podium? I don't think so. That, that one, it will say... Uh, I'm going to skip past the bullshit knowingly entering and remaining in the restricted grounds. I'm going to go to the, one of the more hard. Yeah, a lot of those are probably like a year. Yeah, to be honest, everyone else is, but I'm just going to say their name so everyone knows how considerably fucked they probably are. After Matthew Council, <laughs> it was a Cindy Fitchett, Michael Caruso, Douglas Sweet. Ooh, you about to get it in there, sweet boy. <laughs> Bradley <laughs> Rescalaeus, Terry Brown, and Thomas Gallagher. All oh, Gallagher. <laughs> Not Gallagher. Yeah, they're all Yeah, they're all serving like they could all do like a year. I could see that. You know what's fucked up though? I think Alright, so this is this is something I did want to tap into because I think we have a pretty we have a pretty non-biased background, I, I would say. We both grew up in the burbs, and yet we still have cousins that yeah. grew up in the hood. Like, my cousins are all from, Count- yeah. uh, from Compton. And, like, your cousins are either from East L.A. or South Central. We just happen to grow up in the suburbs. Yeah. But, is it safe to say that... There is a bit of racial biasing in how this whole thing was mattered, like handled, like this whole matter. I would definitely say so because I mean, it's like it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier. How like it seems like when it was the BLM protest, the police were out in full force, you know. And then for this, it seemed like they weren't they weren't really there, and like it had to it took them to actually shoot and kill a woman before things seemingly started to calm down. And then even go jumping back to the whole uh, bombing in Nashville, there, it's one of those things where we've 
seen it before where like when a white person does a crime it seems like they don't label them as like a monster but say compared to like when an arab person fucking blows something up it's like oh this person was a jihadist extremist blah 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 and it seems like for whatever reason whenever it comes to the white man they kind of they kind of tone it down a little bit or maybe i'm just a racist no 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 hold hold your hold your thought right there I'm not cutting, I don't want to cut you off because you're going to pick up right now. There's been so many times where an unarmed black man has been killed or, you know, something of that shit where there's some type of bullshit and then we have a protest. I can only recall one. And the fucked up thing is I can't remember who got killed because there's been so many. I think it was in Texas. But remember, it was, I think, a few officers did get shot at a Black Black Lives Matter protest. I but, remember that. But yeah. it wasn't a part of the protest. Like, they got, like, someone, like, was sniping at them, like, shooting at them from a distance. Yeah, that dude was, a, was uh, yeah, so he was it, a radical. And yeah, so that's what I was saying. He wasn't a part of the party. He was a radical. Almost on some, like, Chris Dorner shit. But Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, And, and honestly, like, I do want to... Cause and I know we we cause that's what I was trying to say like me and you we come from the burbs like we're not we we had one of these niggas out here talking about like we got it from the mud like our parents provided for us our parents worked yeah, really I, good I, jobs I had glass plates in this house that's what I'm saying like I, we we don't come from that same level of the black stereotype or even the black community let's just be fucking real like our yeah, parents were our parents were the ops. Keep it a bean. Like. Magic, magic isn't amazing to me. I, I see that shit all the time. I used to want to be a black magician. Exactly. And to me, like, I still, I find it admirable to those that do put on the badge and those that do put on the vest. Because at the end of the day, you're doing something that I'm not going to do myself. You know, whether you're a firefighter, Definitely. EMT, or cop. Like, I do part-time security, but I do that for the bag. Fuck them niggas. If it gets really cracking, I'll take that job, <laughs> take that badge off and quit. Like, <laughs> toss my gun out there. Like, yo, I'm gone. Like, run. Like, that's how, like. But I'll be like one of those EDC security guards fucking start like, I'm not security anymore, Yeah, exactly. Bro. This ain't top five security of the world, Craig. We ain't about that shit. So that's why I still can look at the admirable side of law enforcement. And what I do want to shout out mm-hmm. and what I do want to commend, even though I do not know this officer's name, you will know him by looking at the footage. It was a black officer that some people say were being chased and they try to make a mockery of him because he dropped his baton. What this officer did, he redirected the mob crowd into yep. another path of officers, okay? Mm-hmm. they were He was being backed down, yes, but once he got to the point of the chambers where if the mob would have went up the stairs, they, they would have went directly into the chambers while the proceedings were still taking place and they could have caused mm-hmm. way more damage. They could have... It shit could have went left. They could have had armed people yes. taking hostages. And what this officer did was exactly. no, he did the lemming thing. He directed them like the Pied Piper and was like, come over here, motherfuckers, <laughs> and just fucking led them back into more officers that were ready for him. And it's like, well, you know what it was. All, 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 all them Pegawoods saw that shit. They're like, ooh, look at that nigga. It's like it's kind of like when greyhounds chase the rabbit at the, at the at the dog racing track. Like, get the black guy! Get the black guy! Mm-hmm. 
and that's and so we he, just started chasing him and i don't want to just shout just say that unfortunately because <laughs> i feel like some people just hate cops and they don't hate black cops i just find it so crazy that within all this turmoil it happened to be a black cop that diverted the probably mm -hmm. worst case scenario what if he would have just yeah, retreated and cowered and just said fuck it go on but no he did the most admirable or, thing or he could have made one mistake and he could have actually ended up trying to engage them by either hitting them or pulling his which gun would have incited them or pulling his gun and then that would have incited the crowd and then he would have ended up dead as well probably yep he would have probably That's why shot the, what he did was movies. actually very smart and again, that was under the pressure thinking. I know I know when I was watching that, like my first impression was like, why is he running away? But like really looking at it as what it is, it's like, oh, he, he was actually being very smart. But now you understand at least where, and I'm not talking just to you, I'm talking to the blockheads out there. That's why you understand where I'm coming from, being a black man, also showing support for police officers. Because at the end of the day, I do come from a Leo family and I know at the end of the day that technically the best sound you can hear is that Velcro, okay? I know what that means. But at the same time, you can still call it the bullshit when you see it and know that that was one hell of an officer that could have did some shit. And you know what's crazy? Mm -hmm. Also, and I don't want to, I hate painting that black and white narrative, but sometimes you got to call it out. You notice that it was all white officers letting those motherfuckers in. From what I've seen, yes. From all the, that's what I'm From saying. What I've seen, and yes. you know what? You said it earlier before we started recording. Thank God for all the people that were there recording. Like, granted, there's there's mm -hmm. gonna be editing. There's gonna be spliced up footage. Mm -hmm. I'm hope I'm hoping that someone's gonna release an unalt an unaltered version of the footage, like that has their full documentation with timestamps showing that there's been no cutting, no splicing, none of, yeah. none of that, and to let other people you know, get the full rundown because there were so many camera phones. There was so much footage, so much so many GoPros snitching. Like, yes, how many people are going to get fucked in the ass? Like all those people that we read off, like their charges, they probably were on camera. And, yeah. since, and since they were anti-face like, masks, they probably weren't wearing masks. <laughs> no, yeah. A lot of them weren't wearing face masks. That's what I kind of find funny is that that's the, that's one of the big differences that I noticed between this and the BLM protest is like, well, I shouldn't say the BLM protest, but like when the BLM protest turned to the riot, the people that are rioting, they made sure to keep their mask on. For some reason, the, the people that were at, at this, uh, I guess at this point we can call it a coup or insurrection even, they weren't wearing face masks at all. They are just kind of like, they are all in full force and like, that's what's funny to me. Like, like they, they thought that they are just going to get away with something this extreme. And like a lot of them even thought that it was just, it was just fun and games. But like <laughs> they were doing one, perhaps one of like, as far as like your country goes, it's one of the worst crimes. You're like, imagine if they did get them and then Trump would, would have put himself into power. And then he would have then be, they would have then helped a dictator get into power. I feel like that's how dictatorships start. Do you think it's on the same level as, like, as a treason? Yeah, that's treason. They're treasonous. All that shit was treason. Because again, Trump. I feel like Trump needs. To, I feel like if they don't fucking charge Trump for this shit, like 
because like he was down for it. The only reason why he's backpedaling now is because it didn't happen. So now he's trying to play the like, oh, how was I supposed to know what's happening? I mean, you saw that mother that motherfucker was dressed up like fucking Satan himself in a fucking black mink coat and shit, fucking inciting these fucking people. What do you think is gonna happen? Right, so moving forward, because we touched on just being in the just being in that motherfucker. Like, all right, you were the average Joe, and then the escalation, you're there. See, the average Joe pulled back. The average Joe knew, like, yo, we're going too far and didn't go inside the Capitol building. You're right. I would think. You're no no, you're right. I I think. I think if I dead ass, I think if it was me and you there. We would have been like, nah, fam, like we're not gonna go in there. <laughs> like, we would have looked like that one black dude that looked lost in there. <laughs> like, I feel like that nigga got in there and he was like, oh, I, I went too far. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> he, was no, no. he was rethinking life's decisions. It was no, because like we've all been in situations where shit's gotten out of hand and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not gonna set that car on fire. Like, what are you talking about? Like, we're not. Yeah, like, kind of like when we're running away from the dude that we threw pine cones at his car. At oh. that point, we're like, oh, I think we went too far. <laughs> that was not me. That was you, Dom, and oh yeah, Danny. yeah, wrong, wrong, wrong nigga. <laughs> but still, I remember that story, and I thought I, to myself, <laughs> like, yeah, I can understand how that went bad. That man was pissed. You guys, <laughs> you guys hit his fucking brand new Escalade. Like, oh, with multiple no. pine cones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too hey, far. Looking back but on it. that goes back to the thing. There's not stupid. There's there's not a stupid person, but there's when you have people in groups, they become stupid. Oh shit. Hey, shout out to the homie fucking Diesel. He's fucking wild. He rode his bike from motherfucking Pomona to East LA. Why? He went to go see his chick. He just Damn, got there. She must got some bomb pussy. <laughs> she got that fire wet wet. <laughs> so bro to make a video, put that shit on his OnlyFans. I want to <laughs> know what he's riding like 30 miles on a bike for. <laughs> Man's wild. No, that nigga's tripping. I'm not going to... Well, no, he's not tripping because that's a good mile. Like I said, I rode last two weeks ago from Pomona to Huntington Beach and back. So if he rode to East LA... Isn't that a century? Nah, 85 miles. That's almost a century. You're basically a century. Yeah, but it's not, though. You can't say I've rode a century metric. That's 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 eighty five miles. No, that's like I think like sixty five kilometers or sixty five miles, sixty seven or some shit. Oh really? Damn. Yeah. That's why I, I, that's I, always, I didn't realize. No, that's why I always tell people I rode a metric century. Man, I'm about to start measuring my dick in centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> like nigga, oh, I'm sorry, twenty seven. <laughs> 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 Bitches are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I got that meter stick, bitch. Oh, what is that, like five you, centimeters. Or you gotta write that into a bit. <laughs> you gotta write that into a bit. 
and just break it down <laughs> to my nigga lying about yeah. riding a hundred miles on a bike or a century. It's like, like he said you were on a century. Metric. What the fuck is that? You gotta say which one. <laughs> and then just turn it into measuring your dick. <laughs> <laughs> nah, real shit. From now on, everything I do is in uh is gonna be in metric. Fuck it. It's not that easy. I dead ass, like I've tried learning metric and the quickest way to do it is to convert like your phone convert everything you do to metric because it is it should be simpler because it's like it's all by denominations of like 10 and 5 and shit but it's really but you not. see what you're doing you're you're turning it back into standard when you go metric you just have to stay metric and whoever doesn't understand you they don't fucking understand you you just have to stay metric that's how you do it that's how you properly do it to be honest, I just feel like a drug dealer every time I say kilos. Oh, well, I'm, just, I'm about 130 kilos, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know so what I'm talking the about. So, it's, it's like, no, I'm, t- I'm talking about my body mass, bro. Like, oh, I thought you were, thought I'm you were talking about weight. my. Po- oh, oh, no, I have a horrible British. I'm talking about my. I don't know. Yeah, I have a horrible British accent. I, I got I to gotta focus on it. Bro, have you do you watch Fargo? Wait, um, the movie or the series? The series. No, I've heard that I should watch the series. I watched the actual movie. Like, go. Yo. Fargo. Yeah, the 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 movie's pretty dope, but the the ben series. Affleck? Well, actually, there is a there is a season of the series that ties into the movie, but no, yeah, that movie's dope. But like, or the series is dope. But like, I, I there's a point where I was watching it so much, where like. I started to talk with the Minnesota accent, you know. I want like I want to hit up Spangler and be like, "What do you think about my my Minneapolis accent? They sound like Canadians. Super chilled back." Fuck. You know, hey, do you watch Letterkenny? Uh, not anymore. I watched like the first season or two. Ah. Uh. That's probably me and Dom's shtick. Shit's fucking dope. Cause there's that and Trailer Park Boys. I was on heavy also. Yeah, those, those but those like that like weird type of Canadian accent and their like their style of comedy and sh- like shtick. It's growing on me. <laughs> I find it funny that like Midwestern, we, like Minnesota. they're like. They're basically, like, they're, they're, there's a team called the Canucks, and that's basically the N-word for Canadians. What the fuck? Yeah. Canuck is a racist term. Like, to yeah, that's what you call Canadians. Shut the fuck up. No way. Deadass. You're not telling me we Dead got ass. the Canadian niggers as an actual hockey team name. What? <laughs> <laughs> Deadass, bro. Oh, no. That no. word is... That shit's... That's why I'm like, and we got rid of the Washington Redskins. Like, the fuck? Dead ass. It's just how chill they are, though. Redskins shit, and I'm not gonna get rid of it. It was my grandmother's. (laughs) She's a Redskins fan. If I ever go to a Redskins game, I'll show the fuck up with that Redskins ass scarf and be like, I don't give a fuck. This is retro, bitch. <laughs> what I want to know is like how how do the Chiefs like how do the Chiefs get away with it? Why are they getting away with it? Is is it because like Chief means different things? You know what? Sometimes confused with Chef. You no 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 no. You you stole the idea from my brain. I got I know I come exactly where you're coming from. So 
The reason why Chiefs isn't an issue is because Chief is a actual term for someone in an Indian tribe. So all they're saying is we're the leader of the tribe. We're not show. This is if anything, it's respectful, you know. The Chiefs. Mm. We are the chief of the NFL. That's why we're all the Chiefs. It's not like Redskins. It's like Redskin. That's what you used to say. Like, oh, you got that red skin. You're the Redskin man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess you can have a team called the Darkies or whatever, right? Like, I've been struggling with the term the Oakland Darkies. Oh, Oakland Darkies. No, the Raiders are pirates. Just like Tampa Bay. <laughs> no, Buccaneers. I'm just saying you can't. You can't have a team called the Darkies because. That would be like Redskins, I guess. Oh, hell, that's why they'd get rid of the Negro Leagues. They're like, nah, we can't even bring that shit back and try to make it cool. Like, <laughs> like 2021, let's have a Negro Leagues night. Oh, for, for this week, oh, we're going to represent the Negro Leagues where all teams will represent a Negro League team name. Like, what the fuck? Like, niggas just get mad knowing that there was a Negro League. Well, even know how to accept it. Soft-ass bitches. A fucking kid from 2020 fucking whatever would be like, oh. <gasps> Negro League. I can't believe they said Negro. It's like, why are his Next lips so filled as the cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be coming out with another team called like the Tampa Bay Retards. Oh. Oh. You know, it's actually <laughs> so, so, something that something fucked up that like I, I, I think is crazy is that people like I feel like it's racist to even compare the word retard to the word nigger. That's something like that I've heard people say, like saying the word retard is like saying the N word. And it's one of those things where it's like, so are you saying that like being a black person is is like a a mental illness? I feel like that's one of those things that's like, it's racist to even consider that, that you're downplaying it like like that. And honestly, one of my favorite things to do now is to like use the word retard in a literal sense. Like, so, like, it's, it's one of those things where, like, when you talk about cars, it's, like, easy to kind of, like, talk about. Because, like, you go, like, oh, you're having pre-detonation. You got to retard your timing a little bit. Because there's nothing you can say against that. You're, like, pe- people, like, when you say it, people are, like, what the fuck? You just say retard. It's, like, yeah, you have to, you literally have to retard the timing. Like, you got to slow it down. Dude, you know what my thing that I've been using for a little bit? I just like to call people R-worded. R-word? Yeah, because at the end of the day, I've established this. There's two things that people really don't like being called. Retarded and ridiculous. Like, you're acting ridiculous. Oh, I was thinking raccoon. I guess so. Or rapist. (laughs) Coon, rapist. That's A. Hey, you can use that too. The thing is, when you say R word, R words, R word is so ambiguous. You can let people decide what it is. Oh, that person is being re- like, <laughs> let's say this right now because I'm a little bit buzzed. That person is acting like an R word. What? Oh, retarded. Cool. They get it now. <laughs> oh, that be like that person's being R worded. Oh, you can't say that. What? Ridiculous. See, you're the fucked up person because now you think it's always retarded. I'm just not trying to make them insulted because I swear to God. Next time someone is super upset, go up to them and be like, you're being really fucking ridiculous right now. They'll be like, what? <laughs> 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 like, 
So well, that's like that's like telling <laughs> someone to calm down. Exactly. You tell someone Bingo. to calm down. The, the last thing they do is calm down. They exactly. they guy with you. Calm down. I'm, I'm turning up now. It's like that person used to see a word down. What? They need to calm down. <laughs> what? Oh my God. See if you. <laughs> So we're on the same. We're, yeah, I was we're thinking cut down. Oh, cut thought, down, hey, cut down. Hey, that person's being a real c word. What? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were gonna call me a cunt, but now you call me crazy. Or you use it, now or I'm gonna you use it even completely. More. <laughs> or you use it completely ironically, and like you go like, "Yo, that person's being a real c word." They, you know, they'll be like, "What do you mean? They're acting really calm." Yeah, yeah exactly. They're being calm. I do that to jazz like, all the oh. time. I'll be like, "That person's being r word." What? Like, oh, they're being ridiculous right now. You don't see that? It's like, oh, I thought you were going to say that they're retarded. And I was like, I would have said that, but now that you said it, they are retarded. <laughs> the blame's on you now for being a terrible person. <laughs> your, your words, not mine. Hmm. Ah, these jokes make me want to do stand-up comedy. Nigga, you, you've been sitting on your set for like a year. Well... COVID. <laughs> uh, you know, you know what's going to be fucking, fun? What, what alien shit do you have for me? You were talking about the aliens earlier. Oh, shit. Okay, 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 okay. So the CIA basically dumped their alien file. And this year has been like, I guess, in Hawaii, they saw this big alien, like, supposed spaceship going to the water. I think this year might be the full year that we have official disclosure because they were saying that like the government had like 180 days to disclose the information that they had pertaining to aliens and you or, or not even aliens UFOs. So do you think either extraterrestrials ETs? I think it's either yeah. we actually have some ETs that are available that we either know about or the conspiracy theories are true. I think we do have next gen technology. Like we've been going through next gen consoles. I find it kind of crazy that like our plane tech really hasn't advanced as like crazy as it should have. Like, why are we still really I, using fossil fuels? I would agree with that. Like everything, like I would agree with Tesla that. Tesla is the greatest car as far as innovation wise. Like, name a car that has been as innovatively impressive as the Tesla brand. And even with the, the Tesla water car, brand, I wouldn't count. say they're that. They're not even that innovative. Like, I mean, it's cool that they're using electri electricity, but like, when you really compare it to like fossil fuel cars, they're not all that great. They're getting there, but yeah, it's it's one of those things where like we should be a lot further. But yet, we're still using wheels. Let me remind you then of what if it's not necessarily because you're right. As far as batteries, those are still very toxic. It takes a lot to mine the materials, lithium ion, all that. Woo -woo -woo. I will say that their, um, their operating system, you know, like the fact that you can update features from your home and kind of like a smartphone, you can plug your vehicle in, get it tuned per se or you know mm -hmm. different things that will allow it to upgrade and run better i still think that the only issue is just like 
right now, okay, let's just use this for example, because we're both 240 guys. You know how a KA works. You know how SR works. You know how these engine works. Mm -hmm. If we need to get a fuel pump, if we need to get um, a water pump, if we need to get some injectors, you know, we can swap injectors, let's just say off of like a Subaru or something. We can swap injectors mm -hmm. off of various different cars that we know will get that car to work. Right now with Tesla, mm -hmm. if you have a microchip blow, anything, a circuit fail, whatever, wire get fried, you have to go to back to Tesla. Like there's no way for you to operate it on yourself as a consumer or it's gonna cost you a lot of money or a lot of time and knowledge to order to repair that vehicle. Or they try to sue you even if you do not do it. <laughs> Facts. So that's why I'm saying why it's like, we're not there yet as far as an everyday consumer vehicle, but Tesla themselves are like the Model T, you know? It's, it's mm -hmm. building a foundation mm -hmm. for people to walk upon in the future. And that's why even though people talk shit and people hate it, China has been able to copy that blueprint and create something different and cheaper it may not be the best but just how like hyundai isn't honda motherfuckers now look at hyundai and be like oh shit honda is like the, the motherfuckers are making some pretty cool vehicles like, i'll get a honda genesis yeah like that's what that's where it comes from so like it's that mm -hmm. new innovation that now i think we're going to be moving on to a different type of power structure also mm -hmm. why you should be investing in fuel cell and I swear to God, my nigga, if you tell me right now you did not create a stock brokerage in either Weeble, fucking Robinhood, or somewhere, I will smack you vertically through this monitor. I have a fucking Robinhood, but I don't, I don't. I haven't been on in a while. Okay. I've had. I've been had a Robinhood. Okay, Tim. Are you super super poor right now? Uh, my money's pretty tied up. I'm pretty much not oh, no, going right. to be a, okay, a normal okay. person until like next month. Well, Tim, Tim, I know I listen to the podcast, but you should also listen to the semi-weekly podcast. All you blockheads out there, go ahead and like, subscribe to that if you're still hanging with us at this time. Semi-daily workout. Woo-woo. But, <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. Wrong. <laughs> all I'm saying is. It's all good. Bro. All right, I know I know you ha you're not, you're not balling because everything you're doing right now is life amenities, COVID, and of course the recent DUI that we talked about. What I'm saying yes. is this, do you have $5 in your account? I definitely have $5 in my account. Okay then, what you need to do, and this is also for all my listeners out there, this is how I made some the money. First of your bombs, nigga. I am up and I'm, I'm just talking shit. I finally hit my goal. Uh, I finally got up to 2200 passive income. Not passive, but just like passively gaining in my stock portfolio. I'm up it's, about. It's liquid? Is that is that liquid? No, I'm about 1500 What would we call that? No, no. If I sold all my shares, that's what I would have. That's what I'm saying. Oh. But this comes from my plan of the meal investing. Catch my drift. Meal always. investing? Meal meal investing. I don't know what you mean by that. I'm going to tell you. This is how you start slow, and then you can move up to higher investing in money. All right? Because it's going to get you healthy as well as, you know, get you get your money right. So I used to be a person that would really, like, eat a shitload of fast food and a shitload of bad food all the time. So mm -hmm. when... I wouldn't eat when I started actually 
buying a groceries amount and just like getting food for the week and I knew it was gonna make money. Well, after I already spent my money on food for groceries and it being a lot cheaper, every day, cause you gotta make sure you got it. If I had the money, I'd be like, hey, I would have spent about 10 bucks on lunch today. I put that into my Robinhood account. All right. I see what you're saying. And then keep going on the next day. And then at the end of the week or that next Monday, you can just change it up. Once you have that little chunk of your Robinhood portfolio, you do your own due diligence. You find a company mm -hmm. that you want to invest in and you buy X amount of shares with money that you would have blown on fast food or whatever you're going to do. Especially mm -hmm. now that we're in like COVID, but it'll help you net gains. Like I'm now at the point right now where I can now get my 240 engine swap. But my goal right now is 5K by April. And I'm well on my way. Mm. And you are a friend that I've been friends with for going on almost, I think like 15 years, like 17, something, something like that. that. Something like that. So I would really hate for you to start missing out on these gains. Like me and Dom just made a 30% return on a stock that we bought at like 90 cents. Is that like a dollar 50 right now? You know? Yeah. Small things like that. Kieran making game moves. Everyone's out here making these stock moves. I know everyone's kind of starting to see these little advertisements for the stock market because you really got to be able to like make your money work for you. Like I still have a little mm -hmm. savings mm -hmm. account, of course, but I'd rather start putting a lot more money into the stock market, even if through passive income. Like mm -hmm. I'm not at the point yet where I can start putting like hundreds of dollars down. But if I'm if I have a stock that pays a 10% dividend each month, and so each month I'm going to get about, you know, like 20 bucks. That's beer money, rent money. Yeah. Or just money to reinvest. Or even you just keep that shit put away. Exactly. And keep recycling that shit. So that's why I'm trying to tell all of my people out there. I've had some people send me some DMs also. So if you've made it this far, that's how I know you're one of the real blockheads. Get on your stock shit. All right. Get out there. All right. It's really nothing to invest. And that's can, how can you send me some reads? The thing is, I can send you reads, but the reads aren't the same. Like, deadass, what I'll do is I can send you videos because the videos will explain it better to you. And then once you understand mm -hmm. it, you'll do your own due diligence. Like, Tim, you could literally yeah. hear this. All right. You just found out through your homie who works on cars that. Um, let's just say, for example, Chevy is about to drop a new two-door uh, coupe little roadster that's turboed with an LS engine, and it's all—it's going to be half the price of a Camaro. Wait, is this for real? No, but what if you knew that to be true? Oh. Wouldn't you want to okay. invest in GM uh, stock a little bit or maybe buy an <laughs> option? See, that's what I'm saying. It's like you you look at the world different once you understand how the stock market works. If you hear, oh, there's a pharmaceutical company that's about to release their new drug. Let me see if they're on the stock market, if I can buy some shares, you know, like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like once like I was, I've been explaining to people so like I can't tell you who to invest in. Yeah. Because so basically at the beginning of all this shit, it would have been like a good idea to dump money into either Pfizer or Moderna since they're the ones putting out the vaccine. Not necessarily Pfizer because they're the way they're traded. You didn't make money, but 
yes, that type of mentality will have you looking at the charts. Like there's a company called Fuel Cell. You know, me and Dom, we got in at about like nine bucks. I bought 40, actually I bought 60 shares, but I sold off 20 when I made some profit. But now they went from nine, they're about 20 right now. Yeah. Yeah. And this was all yeah, in the span a- of about three months. That's what I'm saying. Like, so 2020 was bad for some people, but for me, I've been doing good just because I've been reading, researching, and just really paying attention to this whole generational wealth thing. Like, you, you wonder why the rich stay rich and the poor stay poor is because they want us to put our money into little bullshit savings accounts when you should be playing your money in the stock market. Of course, you should have something in a savings because you want liquid. But at the same time, let your money grow and collect dividends in some accounts, collect profits on others. Mm-hmm. Like if this company fuel cell hits 30, I'm probably going to sell about half my shares, collect my profits liquid, keep my other shares mm-hmm. and then invest that into another company and keep doing it and doing it and building gains. Interesting. Yeah, man. So I'll definitely send you some links. I, I will send you some uh, YouTube pages so that you can go ahead and. I know. think I know what I'm about to t- spend my tax returns on. Yeah, no, and that extra fourteen hundred. Dude, I just sold a pair of Jays because I had doubled up on a pair uh-huh. of Jays, you know, last year that I thought I really wanted. After my collection has grown immensely during quarantine, I realized, you know what? I really don't need that extra double pair, and I sold them for two thirty. Cause I copped them below retail Jesus. for like, I, Christ. I got them on retail. Like they were on sale. And then with the coupon, I got them for two 30. I mean, I'm sorry for one 30. So they've just been sitting in my closet. I haven't worn them cause I was already rocking the first pair. And then I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna sell these. I saw that they were going for above retail. Like they were going for mm-hmm. two fifty, but I was like, I got them for so cheap. I'll let them go for two thirty. Boom. Damn. So then, that, you know what I'm going to do with that 230? I'm going to put that into the stonks. I feel it. And then let that money I'm, grow. I'm working on selling a vehicle right now also. So Are you maybe that's what Z? I'll do with that money. As well. No. Yeah. I'm replacing the head gasket on that. My my aunt gave me a vehicle that she wants sold. And she said, whatever, I'll make extra yes, from okay. what she wants. I oh. can keep it. Uh, entertain really quick because I gotta use the bathroom, but I have a question I want to ask you, and I'm gonna put you on the spot. All right. So, um, I feel like we went over a lot of things today, mainly being this whole siege on the Capitol thing. Fucking crazy. If you guys have any like crazy ideas like that, like where like you're just like, hmm. And you just like want a soundboard, yo, fucking hit your boys up. You already know, fucking hit me up at it's Tim Redhose on pretty much all the major social media platforms. Or fucking hit up the Block is Hot podcast. This motherfucker will relay that shit and we'll give you like legit opinions on whether, because I'm not going to say I'm a smart person, but I feel like I have like good common sense. And if like, you guys were planning on going and doing like any protest in general, anything that could end up getting squirrely, hit your boys up. You know, there's some, sometimes people jump to ideas 
without consoling other people, but maybe you need an outside look to like kind of like let you know, like, hey, maybe like, yo, you're going for a good reason, but just make sure when shit starts to hit the fan, you pull back a little because I mean, we don't want none of y'all getting fucked, killed, or just like hurt in general, you know? We, 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 we like our fan base. We want y'all to keep growing and we can't grow if you guys get arrested or killed. So please just, you know, tap, tap in a little bit. Let it, let, let some motherfuckers in. We will, we will help you as if you're, you're one of our own because we'll need no more negativity. We've had enough, We've had a lot. This, this was a rough, rough, rough years. But it's only getting better. And I really believe that. Only going up. Because, I mean, been lingering down at the bottom for so long. All you could do is go up. All right, nigga. Well, <clears throat> after listening to your most recent podcasts and off-air conversations and conversations we've had in the past, I'm starting to get the old vibe that you're about to be uh, shaking the old spizot from California. Yep, yep. So, my only question to you is because old Rivera did the same thing and I'm questioning if you're going to follow mm-hmm. in his footsteps. You gonna pull an old Irish bastard and go to Texas, and then head to that new um, up and booming comedy scene? Actually, um, I was looking at going. I was actually planning on linking up with Rivera, seeing what's good because uh, we talked some things over, and he, as I have a lot of because because that was before I found out how how booming Texas is about to get. And then on top of that, that was also before I found out that my girlfriend is going to move to Texas within the next two years. Ah, because I'm not going to lie. I I can read between the lines and I was getting the vibes and I was like, you know what? Like with the way California is, I've seen comedy dry up. I've seen so many comics starting to make the move to Texas, AZ area. Not too many making the move to Nevada, but I've seen a lot of people going to Texas because I think Joe Rogan's really going to start up uh, his own comedy ranch and his own little empire yeah. out there. And he's yeah, going to be well open to a lot of the, That's what I'm saying. And he's going to start his own comedy store. And I know that there's going to be a lot of people that want to be a part of that. You know? So it's going to make that's the comedy the scene in Texas really popping. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if yeah. so. I'm just curious, are you going to pull an Irish bastard or are you going to at least give a final farewell and be like, yo, I'm out? Well, I mean, I was, I'm planning on leaving. Like, I'm trying to leave around March, so very soon. But um, <clears throat> my main thing is Texas does sound nice, but given that Rogan's going over there and you're going to have all his fanboys and everybody that thinks that they could get part of the crew going over there, I'm, I'm, I don't really like, and even on top of that, Rogan has this thing where he wants, he wants to be able to open up a comedy club and put on local comics. 
that sounds fine and dandy, but like that's going to be a lot of people. And honestly, I don't want to fucking fight with that many people, especially when there's, you don't have to be in Texas to do comedy. You don't have to be on the same stage that's Ro- that Rogan is on in order to be doing comedy. So I'm kind of thinking like more so of like, I want to hit up Las Vegas and see, because the comedy's on and popping there. All their business, business is booming over there. It's business as usual, you know? So I'm thinking about going there, and then over there, I already know a couple of comics, along with, um, I was talking to someone that said, if I were to go there, they could hook me up with uh, hosting a room. So that's why I'm more of like that. And then on top of that, I'll link up with Rivera, and Rivera says that he has a day job for me that I, I could pretty much do. Oh, no, so dude, yeah. for me... He's doing like HVAC and like AC and shit, so... If you get yeah. on that trade, yeah, yeah, that's always a booming, you know, industry to do. So that that I'm working, I'm working on welding too. Oh, fire! So that's something else. That, yeah, so it's one of those things where like I could I could see myself going to Las Vegas, and um, pretty much linking up with him, and uh, getting a getting a studio going over there along with hosting a room. So that's why for me it's really like attractive. And then on top of that, I know my girlfriend said that if I were to move there, she she might consider moving there. But that's that's another big factor. But like, that's in the by by in the way. Like by the way, I shouldn't say not in the way, but by the way, because I'm I'm trying to just make like the strongest move for my comedy career. Because even with that, I have family that's moving up to the Idaho area, so that'll pretty much have, give me a spot to stay. Say when I start because I want to also Your start doing a triple too? run once. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm mainly trying to like get my get my act on the road. No, I'm saying your parents are dipping too. Yeah. Oh, where are they dipping they're, out to? They're a, what's that? Where are your parents dipping out to? Idaho. Oh shit, word. Yeah, yeah. And then I have family in Denver also, so like it's one of those things where like I have I kind of have places where like no matter pretty much the west side of the country yeah if need be i could crash in somebody's house for like a day or two and then dip out and that's and i'm i'm really trying to get my whole comedy shit like once this shit opens up the first thing i told myself that i have to do is get a manager once shit opens up i have to get a manager because i don't i'm i'm now starting to get to a point where like i want to do so much more but i don't know what i'm doing anymore like i i i know I know the grind. Like I could, I could do comedy every fucking day, multiple spots a night. I know what I'm willing to do, and I know what I don't want to do. And three, I know there's a lot of shit that I don't know. And if I were to get myself a good manager that's that that has comedians under them, or has dealt with comedians before, and could get me good spots, I think that's ultimately the strongest move i could make because we'll talk, we can talk about that a little bit off camera because i i i personally don't think you need a manager i just think that you just need to get two feet deep in which you're about to do and that's why i'm proud of you um because again art is different my mm-hmm. craft mm-hmm. of creating doesn't require me to go on the road your craft requires you to be a traveling comic. Your craft requires you to be able to pick up your shit and go. 
Yes. So I'm glad that you're making that step. You've and I'm like I'm not trying to stroke your own dick or anything like that, but I'm gonna yeah, give you your own. I'm, I'm, you I'm gonna give you your own no, flowers. No. You know, you've yeah. done open mics. You know, you've gotten your little features in. You yeah. still ain't shit, but exactly you were a part of this creation of the podcast. You know, yeah. and to be honest, like let's just keep it a bean. This whole time of trying to do a fucking podcast. You were fighting the whole goddamn way. You were kind of like, I'll do it, you know, because remember, it was supposed to be the Boutros Boutros, and then Rivera bailed, and I was like, yo, I want to do this podcast, and I think you'd be really good, me and you did it as a co-host thing. Our shit mm-hmm. grew, you know, Sam Tripoli reached out to us and invited us mm-hmm. to talk on his platform multiple times. We went to the comedy store for his other, you know, underground shit, for his Patreon, and you yeah. know it allowed you to grow and blossom and start doing more comedic shit and start tapping out on your mm-hmm. own, going to do open mic nights, uh, mic nights, House of Pong, going to the Ice House, mm-hmm. you know, selling tickets. Like mm-hmm. it really allowed you to start doing a lot more, you know. And now that mm-hmm. we're in this point right now that we are locked down in our houses, you know, at the end of the day, I can still paint a painting, put it on my Instagram shout out my followers i can still keep producing and put my craft out there it's not as easy for you to just record your comedy and put it out there you know you're not andrew schultz you know you don't have that big of a popping you know infrastructure to get the editing right and do and you're still learning yourself you know but now that we're in this pandemic it's forcing you to push and elevate so you do need to get the fuck out of here you do need to go on the road Mm -hmm. you do need to start pushing yourself to another level of being a stand-up comic. Like, think of all the comics that you mm-hmm. love that spent nights in their car sleeping or fucking, like, not mm-hmm. being in a level of comfort, but then pushing to that next level of superstardom. And that's what you're exactly. going to get out of this. And that's that's pretty much been the goal, like, especially, like, just, like, because I, I'm tired of being comfortable. And that's, oh, that's a big part of it. It's like, I'm ready. Like, I... I I've, I've allowed this shit to grow on me. And that's what like I felt like I was supposed to do. That's what all this stuff was about, was like letting comedy grow organically. And because like, there's some people that get into comedy and they're like, fuck it, this is gonna be my job. Well, I'm like, damn, you only did, you haven't even done your first open mic and you're already committing to it. I'm very different. I'm one of those people that like, I have to see if I actually can commit to something before I actually commit. And I, I'm kind of at that point where I'm like, all right, I feel like legit, like even going into the future, like before I was very against acting, but like now I'm even starting to get to the point where like- That should never want, be off the table. I, that should never be off no, the yeah, table. No, yeah, I'm, I'm legit like interested in acting now. Like not like anything big. I don't want to do like a major role or anything, but like if I could do like a little side role or just some like one-liners and shit, I'm super down for that. Hey. And like, that's what I'm saying is like, I finally have a, a, ba- a very good understanding of what I'm willing to do and what I'm not willing to do. And that's why now for me, the only things I'm not willing to do is like, like gay porn. I, I'll never put, I don't want to put on dress. Dress and gay porn. Yeah. I won't do gay porn either. Thank either. you. Like you, you really hesitated yeah, when, right. when I said gay porn, like you paused for a long time. Like there was no immediate, no, no, because no I, was, porn. I, was like, I was like, I was like, 
no yeah no nah, i'm not <laughs> i'm not doing gay porn it's like is it simulation gay porn kiss, like is he wearing a, a skin no boxer dude. tone like <laughs> <laughs> like like put it this way i'll play a gay man but i won't do no gay shit but dude like if they go like yeah you gotta kiss you gotta kiss a guy for this next scene i'll be like no nah, cool. that's gay yeah no we ain't doing that i'm sorry Pause. yeah I'm, I'm not kissing a guy i'm not but hey I'm, you, you I'm not, judged, i don't hey. think i'd even pretend to suck a dick that seems kind of weird that's gay too what if that mother well, if that motherfucker pulls it out, then I'm gonna to have to. Uh, then I'm gonna be assaulting someone, hey. and then I'm gonna be known as the dude that assaults someone on camera. I don't want to be that. I don't want to put myself in a compromised position where, uh, if I act like a nigga, people are gonna like treat me wrong. No, no, no. Me and you both know the difference between making a gay joke about a dick and then having a dick in your presence. Completely different. <laughs> Completely different. Yeah, thing. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't want. I don't want dicks in my face. I don't want I don't want to look at any other dick beside mine, but you know what? Sometimes looking at somebody else's dick is kind of funny. You know what you should do? You should uh you should reach out to Victor and uh-huh. ask how much his services would be. You know, don't ask for free shit. And yeah. see if he can help you and just get some nice headshots taken. You know, and that way you can have a nice professional picture taken of you in different scenarios. That way you do have headshots, quote unquote, available on a flash drive Mm -hmm. or whatever to give to a talent rep or something like that. Like, hey, if you did want to do some like a cast call for something, you can have your face shots and be like, hey, I'm a stand up comedian. I do improv, this, that, woo, woo, dee, woo. And just really start like building Tim Red the comic. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Like that that, that's why, that should be your that's objective something in 2021 else, now. So that's something else that I'm trying to do is like um pretty much start like put throw my hat more into like the whole writing the whole writing side of things. Uh yeah. Do writing exercise. Hold you know you should, you know you can do? You should fuck with like yeah. You should fuck with like maybe. My bad. Yeah, you know, can continue. I, I I can see what they can't see. Um. Maybe even like writing a little bit of stories. You know, get into that shit. No, yeah, like that I, I still got my cartoon that I I I wrote a lot of like the storyboard for the most part. But like pretty much the thing that halted me up was uh once I started getting to the animating part, I was like, oh no, fuck this, I'm not about to do this. Like I, I, I went in with like, oh, I'm totally going to be my own animator. And then once I start like doing it, I was like, oh, no, I'm totally not going to be my own animator. <laughs> I realized how hard that shit is. If like, you're down, really hey, if you're down, we can do a, a part series. And this mm-hmm. is this is the thing, because like, remember how me and you had our discussion about um, Andrew Schultz's breakdown? Because he had a bunch yes. of just like non sequitur jokes and just made it just reminded me of uh, Mitch. What I was saying is like, all right, yeah. same thing. All you need to do is get in the idea of writing a four panel joke, like Peanuts or like uh, Calvin and Hobbes, a joke that would mm-hmm. only take four panels to draw. You know, that way it's like the Peanuts gang, it's like a comic strip. And then. I feel you. And then I'll draw it in my interpretation, and then it's then we can start a comic series, and then just like boom, illustrated by fan. I, 
written by Tim Red. I'd Hose. actually be super down to do that. And actually, now that we're talking about this, really quick, yo, can you draw me as a high tunes character? I wanna, I wanna use it. Yeah, of course. Uh, let me know how much you'll charge or whatever. And, we can uh, talk about that off camera. You know, we don't talk business. Yeah, on exactly. Here. I've known you since I was yeah. in seventh grade. We we don't talk business on the air, but yeah. well, I guess we kind of do. That's the point of the podcast, I guess. But no, kind of it's respectable, my brother. So yeah. yeah, but no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like now that you have finally, is because nigga, like, don't act like this is all some like some like oh shit in the making. You've been so resilient to being what you needed to be, which is a writer, well, a course. comedy creator. Like, nigga, of like, course. you need to start writing sketches, like, write sketches mm-hmm. in the idea of who they're written for. Like, oh, shit, this yeah. would be a dope-ass joke for SZA. <laughs> like, or this, hey, K-Dot, <laughs> or, or, or Mitch, <laughs> oh, not Mitch, but R.I.P., but. And that, that was the other thing that happened was I ended up trying to uh, make a small crew of uh, people, of dudes that, like, we were going to start making skits with. And, I mean, it did it did fall apart partly because of my own uh, – I'm not good at managing a team. Like, I'm very good – like, something I'm finding out is I'm very good at managing myself. I, I'm good at getting myself to do shit. I'm good at, like, making my own ideas. And then, like, for me, like – my whole thing is like I have to come up with a, with everything. So once I go and try to get people's help, I already have something to do. And I that's the biggest. I like it's pretty much like what Lil Wayne says. When you go in the studio, you gotta have ammo. You gotta have clips. There shouldn't be no no like oh what beat should I use? Who should I get on my feature? Like, and that's pretty much what I'm, I'm getting to. Is like I need to make sure like my shit. I have my shit encompassed, so I'm not like holding up. And waiting for other people to do more work for me. But the thing is, though, you now have to find those people. You now yeah, have to be the, the conductor of the symphony. You got to be like, you're on the violins or strings. You're on the flute. Bring in the flutes. You got to be <laughs> on the bass and the drums. Like, that's, you have to be like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah, the, com- like, the con- you have to be the co- the conductor, you conductor. know, the composer, conductor. Yeah. Like you got to be that nigga, and it takes time. But again, mm-hmm. you already realized you failed once, quote unquote, because you realize you're not good on the organizational part. Now you know. Next time, be more organized, and it'll work. Exactly. So exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So. I mean, just rehash. Like, that's on also that. not to say that like that group would never come back together because I have been in contact with some of them and they are still down. And some of them do have skills that like I'm like, okay, that could be used later. But I have to come up with more on my end because I know what I want and I know how my vision should should come out. Well, I just don't know how to edit. <laughs> you know, I can't edit. I need someone to use cameras and shit like that. But you know what, though? It's it's all a part of, like I said, it's we're all Swiss army knives. But mm-hmm. just because we're a Swiss army knife doesn't mean we're all perfection. We're, we're like, If you got a pair of scissors on a Swiss army knife, you know that those motherfuckers are a bitch to cut with. But again, you're still cutting some shit. You're just like, I wish I had a yeah. real pair of scissors right now. But you don't yet. You sometimes know? So you have, <laughs> you gotta work you with have what a you got. army knife. And the best thing on it that works is the cork. So you just constantly use that Swiss RE knife to open bottles. 
Facts. I mean, sure, it does have a, it does have, it has nail clippers also. Yep. You clip your nails. And there's it, other shit with it, but yeah. It, it's a beautiful thing. It's it's genuinely like a beautiful thing. And again, I know I'm, I'm rehashing the same thing, but after listening to your podcast and seeing the development and growth, it's like you're finally doing the same. You're, you're doing the shit that like niggas have been talking about off camera. Like, you're finally now embracing who you are outside of just being that car nigga. Like, okay, yes, but you're the car nigga, but no, me, you are a creator. You like to create content. You like to create jokes, comedy. Like, you you are now a creator. Yeah. And, like, another, like, kind of what I was saying earlier was, like, for me, a lot of it was, like, make sure that, like, if I'm doing it, it is what I love. And that's more or less like where I'm at is like realizing what I love and what has to be able, what has to be done to make like what I love turn into like an actual Dude, thing. I get it. And I'll be transparent. That's I, get I, it. I also got to make a fucking website next. Also, that's another thing. No, that's big facts. You have to, because you have to, because yeah. again, you're turning Tim Red now into a brand. And for the listeners that are out yeah. there, they can hear right now. Let's just be real. Like completely transparent. It's 2021, niggas who die tomorrow. When it came down to this whole block is hot podcast shit, all the production and shit, I was being like the boss man and shit. And mm-hmm. I know that's unfair to you because a lot of things like no, I was like, I, I was trying to produce it to be like, like a show, you know? And you weren't you didn't have a creative real outlet. Of course you can say whatever you want, but at the end of the day, I was saying like, yo, we gotta do this, that this that but i'm glad now that it's you know you got your shit like you you spread your wings yeah, on I your have own. a very different i have a very different style also well you're you hey hey tim hey i don't know if you know but you're not me yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> you're you <laughs> yeah that's that's why you have yeah, to that's what it really name. comes down to so but again it's like the whole block is hot thing and, uh, you know, selfishly looking at it, and I have to apologize as well. This is supposed to be a community podcast. It's supposed to be a podcast where anyone is available to be to. But at the, still at the same time, since I've been operating it on the back end and everything, you know, IG page, Twitter, whatever, it does become like something where you feel like I'm operating it. But at the same time, it's like, mm-hmm. nah, it's a we, not a me. You know? Well, that's why, like, I pretty much did, like, end up, like, that's why, like, when, when it go, came down to it, it, it was like, yeah, that's your pod. It's your podcast. I'm the co-host. And that's that's another important thing for me why I had to make my own podcast. Because it's like, how am I going to be Tim Red the comedian, Tim Red my own entity, but then I don't have my own thing going? Yeah. And that was another very important part for me. And I mean, even though, like, like I said, I always treat it like a 50-50, even though you did it, like, yeah. I would still always be like, yo, this is still like half yours. Like we, we did this shit because it started out as Butro Brutros, but I was like, yo, let's change the name <laughs> and recreate <laughs> it to the block is hot and it worked. It started to flow. And, you know, like I said, even when it came down to royalties, you know, a cash app, you, you know, your half of the royalties yeah. to make sure that it's like. Like, you know, well, like, I can't take those full royalties. Like, that's me and you. You know, we all got that shit together. But 
No, yeah. That's why, like, for me, like, I always wanted to come back because there's just fucking time and schedule and shit like that. And then fucking, I ended up becoming a night shift guy. And then I was like, well, I don't know why. I'm, that's that's why I never, <laughs> that's why I never canceled the uh this subscription because I, I was like i'm gonna come back this is it's more of me like saving my spot in line like hey nigga i'm coming back exactly about and me. that's why i always said like when you weren't there i was like yo our honorary co-host sounded off is tim red hose <laughs> aka pasta got stacks but it has to be known because now that i cause i i gotta you know, it, it sounds dramatic and sad coming towards the tail end, but we got to keep it real. Things do, mm-hmm. se- do, do separate, you know, and I can feel it. Mm-hmm. That's why I had to bring up, you know, your moves. Like I, I felt the vibes. Like, I know you're starting your own podcast. By that, I know you're probably going to end up shaking the spot. Like, you know, we're used to being within at least a minimum of 20 miles of each other, you know? So, yeah, with that coming... <laughs> You know, we have Zoom now, but until you start using your goddamn yeah. computer and your goddamn mic and your goddamn yeah, amp. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still not home. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I can tell that, you know, the quality is not But when the time comes, like, you know, this is still a house that you help build. You're still a part of this house, yes. even if you're not going to be I, I, always I, here. I'm not, I'm not planning on. I'm not planning on giving up my seat. Exactly. No, of course. I'm, of prob- course I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to give up that seat. I I enjoy having that seat, but I've, I've and that's another thing. Like I have more of like an unlimited mindset. Like yo, just because I have that seat doesn't mean I can't have this seat or another seat. Like I want a lot of seats because ultimately, the more seats I have, the more the more play i get i don't want to use that but like that's generally what, I, what i'm getting at the more seats you have the no, more it's the like more some, out it's like there some hydra shit. As, as long as it's man- everywhere yeah exactly <laughs> and it's like as long as it's manageable is all that matters as long as it's manageable and i'm having fun i don't really care how many seats i have well i'll fucking i'll do as many as i can i think as long and this is not even just talking about this podcast you're eventually probably going to have to get a laptop because when you do your own podcast you can't keep doing it through your cell phone mic you just gotta get a laptop plug your shit your amp into it with your mic and just be crystal clear audio that's just my opinion on on a production level so we can do it anywhere but yeah man like this is this has been a great journey that we've been on. Like we're creeping up on a hundred episodes total on this podcast. Yeah. Like granted, we're not done yet, motherfuckers. And that's the beauty of it. Like, fuck. I like mean, I'm, I, I'm really interested in in the in the in the long game. Like all this shit, shit's fun, but I really can't wait until like fucking even even like another. An, even at the end of the next year, like another year or two, like going back. Well, the thing Damn is, it. we're going to end up coming up on five years close. Like we still have to get we'll more guests on. Because yeah, remember, like, yeah, that's, we still have to get, we, we have to yeah. get Sam on for an episode. Because remember, like, yeah. we've been, we've been trying to schedule Sam to get, like, to come on an episode. Like every, like, <laughs> we've done his twice. 
and it's been like every time yeah. we wanted to do ours. Done his, no, we've done his multiple times. We've done we've done. Uh, I had a seizure for one and missed that one. Ten, 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 we did tinfoil hat twice. We did the comedy store, the com the. The, the comedy story one, fucking, the seller, the the dungeon, mm-hmm. the Patreon show, and then yeah, then the fourth one. Oh yeah, what, what the fuck was up with that seizure? I tried hitting you up, but I got no contact from you, nigga. I had a seizure. What the fuck was that about? I don't yeah, know. I, wow. I honestly, it was poor diet. Like I was like, I think what happened was malnutrition. Too much No, I was I was I weighed one hundred and two pounds. I mean one hundred and eighty two pounds. Like that was super underneath like my normal weight. Like how much do you how much do you normally weigh? Like one ninety, right? Yeah, like so I was super underweight, but I was doing a lot of riding at that time. And at that like, when they came, when they said the paramedics came in my room, like my room was extremely hot, and like we were drinking the night before, so they were saying that like I think I like I overheated in my bed, and then like yeah, it was weird. Like luckily Jasmine was there and then shit, but you know. Yeah, I was fucking pissed because I was super stoked to go to that shit. Like, I was fucking hella stoked, but it's all good, you know? Yeah. For the most part, you know? Your your boy. I showed up fucking told Sam. And, like, Sam was, like, Sam was pretty concerned at first. He's like, like, oh, shit. I was like, yeah, dude. Oh, no, I haven't seen him. He's not answering his phone right now. I'm assuming it's because he's pretty whacked out. No, dude. I think when I went... I think you're still in the hospital when I went on on the mother of truth, all truth bombs that night. Yeah, no, I was in the hospital. And like when I got out like that day, I was super fucked up. But like they were telling me not to smoke weed because they thought maybe that's what could have caused the seizure. And it was like after a certain point, I was stowing up, couldn't keep food down. I was like, man, fuck this shit. Went, smoked a fat ass bowl and immediately all the like i was back to normal everyone's like your speech changed like <laughs> you were eating again you were talking i was like yeah like i don't like i don't know what it was but now i'm back up to like 195 weights normal everything's normal i just know like i can't be on that like super crazy diet like they said like because i think like with the what oh my do- that's right you're doing paleo weren't you i was doing like the keto shit and all that and like i think what yeah. my doctor yeah, said yeah, was keto. like because I naturally have been in, a, all right, so I guess eating all the chicken and protein and rice and broccoli that I normally eat, that's like almost a keto diet, except for the rice, but it's basically uh-huh. keto. And he was saying your body has been in a natural state of ketosis. That's why you've been at this 187, 190-ish range, like you're most of like your like past five or seven years. And I was like, oh, okay. But once you were doing keto, you started dropping down and you were just like, almost wasting away in that type of sense oh my lord yeah so i got dangerously kind of like thin for like my body weight index and all that shit basically yeah but i went to like my neurologist i went through everything like the mris like all my brain activity everything says that i'm normal like nothing said you were negative so i'm thinking i just like i got way too thin and like yeah so so pretty much that was a one shot and you should hopefully never have a seizure. Again. Bingo. Like I still, of course, like, cause they gave me like a test and like, you're not epileptic. Like it wasn't like some light cause it or some shit. And like, it was in my dream. So I was in a sleep state. And again, like I haven't had anything like that. And I think it was probably cause of stress. Cause I was going through like some shit with me and my sister. So it was kind of like stressful, but like, I don't know. For the most part, I feel like I'm good. 
and the doctors have said I'm good. I haven't had an episode since. I think now it's just like, I got to make sure I just have a good diet and not like be on that bullshit. Yeah. Like I was too thin for being six, three, you know, like you shouldn't be yeah, six, yeah. three, yeah. my body weight. Like, you know, me as being like the fat dude and then getting down to that. Yeah. Thin, because it was one, too, what, one it was 80 is getting like down closer to like my weight. And, yeah, and like. you're, <laughs> and you're, but think about it. You've been less than me. And you're also technically, you're like what? Six foot five, 11. No, I'm, I'm like five, 10. Oh shit. Then yeah, I shouldn't be like, nowhere near your I'm, weight class. <laughs> then like, nah. Yeah, I, I'm five ten, like one sixty five. <laughs> like naturally, like when I start bulking, then like I go up to like one eighty. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, you've always been like chunk, chunky boy, like your whole life. So yeah, you going down one eighty is like whoa. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense to me, dude. Did you and remember how Bert God, broke yeah. his arm the other day? Oh, the other, like, month ago? I had a similar situation Tom? where I... No, uh, Tom Segura. Oh, wait, actually, speaking of Tom, not to get distracted, but yeah. We got to get a podcast with Tom. Low-key, it's the new year. We haven't seen Tom since March. Basically, February. Dude! Dude! It's almost been a full Dude, fucking he, he, year. Like, I, no, like, like, no homo. I missed my friend. He went to Thailand I wanted, and never came I back. Know, I know. I, I, yo... Like I miss him. Like I miss my buddy. Like I just no, want to smoke with my buddy real low quick. Key the, the, low key, low key. The other day, I was starting to get a little salty because I was like, I was like, this motherfucker. Like I was because I, I was. It could have been you. They came back. Like I, I, had, I thought he came back, and then like, then like, I, and then like he hit me up out of nowhere. Like, hey, I'm opening up a craft, a craft beer uh, bar. Dude, I've and I was like, wait a second, you? are you still in Thailand? Yep. But he, he's like, he's like, yeah. Then I'm like, oh shit. And I was like. I was like, are you ever coming back? He's like, I don't know. Yeah, he's like, it's like, fuck, he's there, right? But no, yeah, as soon as he told me that he was opening a craft beer bar, like, I was like, say no more, fam. I'm, I'm on the way. Dude, this I want to go, too. Like, make, if I could. Like, I, I have to. Yeah. So it's are one you, of those things where, like, I, I'm going to go. So are you going to start investing I'm not in sure, stonks? I'm not, not this year. What? Are you going to start investing in the stonks? You can trade stonks from Thailand and make residual income. You'll make sixty dollars American, which will be how much in Thailandese dollars? Two two nights. <laughs> but if you stretch it, no, I mean like two two nights. Like you you buy a woman for like she'll stay with oh, you. Oh, this all. nigga, no, actually, this like nigga. I'm nights. talking about that's what, nigga. that's what I'm saying. Like like imagine that's what I'm saying, like sixty bucks is go take it a long way. Now imagine sixty if, bucks if, will take you a very long way. Imagine if you're getting six hundred dollars dividends per month. That's and then translate that to, to Taiwanese dollars. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, I see it looking at your eyes. Thailand, so, I'll start doing comedy over there. Bruh, so are you going to start fucking with the comics. stonks? Are you going to start fucking with the stonks and get your ass it, out of America? It seems like it seems like a really good idea. I mean, honestly, especially at this point, like, especially because, like, one hey, of my main goals in life, like, I, I took this from the book K. of Ari Shafir. I'm just trying to not work a normal job or i'm trying not to live a normal I mean, life for as long hey, as i can 2200 that's, that's the main goal 2200 in three months that's pretty nice well still me i'm still working my job it's not it's not necessarily guaranteed but i understand i understand like how it could happen you got to do your own due diligence that's my whole thing 
And I feel like it, because honestly, me and Jasmine have been talking about it. Like, we want to go on a nice Thailand trip, but Tom ended up staying. I have no yeah, he, ties he to America. There. As long as you keep your American passport and your citizenship, I'll stay. I don't give a fuck. We have no kids. Yeah. No ties here. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. That's what. That's that's what. Like after you said that, I was like, oh, I need to go there. So imagine like working said, a like, job I'm in Thailand. So down to do comedy there. But now imagine working a side job in Thailand, doing comedy, but also having money in the stock market, making six hundred a month in dividends per American. On top of that, doing podcasts and making whatever the fuck. We don't make much. I know you're doing ads on your podcast because you're friendly right now. You gonna get shadow banned, just like the rest of us. Shout out to Buckaroo Podcast, aka Buckwild Podcast. <laughs> like, hey. Buck, that's a cool dude. He be sending me messages and shit all the time. Uh-huh. Fuck with his page. He's a he's a cool ass cat. He's out in Cali right now. I think we should fuck with him. Like you while he's Buck? out here, huh? Did you meet Buck? Buck, you Wait, know Buck? Colin, white dude. Wait, what? You broke up. I haven't met Buck, but I know him through social media. Colin, right? I don't know if his last name's Colin, but he's a white dude named Buck with the Buckaroo podcast. No, his first name's Colin. His last name's Buck? Is he a white dude? Dude, this guy's cool as fuck. Like yeah. he, he be sending me dope ass memes and I shit. Think I know what you're talking about. Let me say let me show you his, his page, because we ain't recording anyway on the on the video. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Joey, because it's funny, I, I keep running in like I, I met him uh, this I, nigga. on Sam's if, if it's the right if it's the same dude. I met this dude on Sam's podcast, and then just the other uh, just the other night, I saw him in fucking. This nigga, in uh, in San Bernardino. Uh, uh, oh, I can't fucking zoom in on that shit. Hold on, wait. I'll just open up my fucking. Let me see this. Let me see this. Buckaroo. That sounds like. He has the uh, at Buckwild podcast. This guy's dope as fuck. He's cool. He's cool as fuck. I want to do like an actual episode with him. We should we should do that. We should try to arrange that shit. Yeah, this is him. Oh, it is. Because he, he sent me a message yeah, saying him. he sent me a message saying it was cool seeing you the other night, and I got kind of paranoid. I was like, did this nigga hack my webcam? Like, oh, you know, I just you know liked what? the comment, but I was like, nah. Oh, yeah, he thought he was talking to you. Oh, yeah, because That's I saw him in San Bernardino the other night. Nah. I felt bad too because like I didn't recognize him at first, and like he came up to me talking to me. Which is even funny because this, that means he's been talking, talking to you. This whole he's time. talking to me. <laughs> oh, oh no, shit. I feel so bad because I remember when I called him, I was like, I was like, oh, wait, I remember who you are now. Like, I start talking to him really quick. And he's like, yeah, dude, when you didn't recognize me, I, I felt kind of bad. And then, like, that makes me feel even worse because this whole time he's been talking to you. Oh, fucking me. <laughs> if you're listening to this, hey, yo, Buck, yo, Buck, yo. You've been a cool ass dude on IG. Uh, you send me cool ass memes, and we've been we've been we've been talking to each other, so we cool. <laughs> but fuck, that's so that's awkward for Tim. I'm sorry, man. That was so oh, fucked up. Man, that's so fucking funny. Holy like, I'm shit! Glad, like, like I'm glad I looked at him long enough where I was like, oh wait, I do recognize you. Uh, uh fuck. That's funny. That's, he was on that's, Sam's that's podcast. Yeah, the mother of all truth bombs, the one where you were uh, when you seized out. Oh fuck! 
that night because uh, I was like, a, I was probably like five minutes late showing up because I got stuck in traffic. Nigga. So then, uh, so, so then, uh, Sam, Sam, uh, Sam saw him in like an Epstein did it shirt, and then pulled him up. <laughs> Fucking a. Fucking a. Yeah, that that night I didn't even know we were doing a podcast because like Sam was just like, yeah, come on down, we hang out. I was thinking it was going to be like a show or something. But then no, I what are you talking like, about? Yeah, nobody told me this. <laughs> nobody fucking told me this. Because and then I fucking, I fucking, I fucking go, and then like I find I'm, I'm going to be on the podcast, and then like I remember my whole mindset was like, oh, I have to get ready to talk, and then like I just had to snap it on. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. No, no, yeah, no. When, that was during that. That, that was during that time where you were MIA, I and I sent you a message. I sent you a message saying like, yo, like, was good, and you never responded, so I was like, okay, but that was what I was trying to tell you, that we were got we got invited to go to the Mother of All Truth Bombs, I was like, alright, for sure, you still don't, you know, you weren't responding, you're on your fucking MIA shit, and, yeah. Really? I don't, I don't remember getting anything. Yeah, this is like, maybe yeah, like, the same time. yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you the skivvy off no, air. No, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the skivvy off air. It could have just been one of those things where, like, it just happened. And... <laughs> no, I, I'll, I'll let you know off air and exactly <laughs> what, what happened. But no, yeah, you, we, we 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 got invited. That's why I was trying to say, like, we gotta we gotta link back up with Sam, especially before you dip out and get a good old fashioned episode. Whether we gotta take tep, uh, COVID tests or something, and let him know, like, yo, we're doing. Your we're supporting your expansion out into now the comedy scene because like Sam said he can make you real good. You there? You there? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like we we gotta get sure. we, we gotta get Sam on and like talk to him, break down our adventure, but especially before you leave, so like in March or something, <laughs> we gotta like reach out and get this shit going. Oh, get off, little kid. Yeah, I'm super down. Because and even with that, I don't plan on leaving California forever. I, I figure, like, I'm going to have to come back a lot. I'm probably going to be coming back a lot, honestly. And you know what? And that's the that that's another reason why I picked why why I picked Las Vegas and why I am picking Las Vegas, because it's only a four-hour drive. To be honest, like, I'm not married to where I'm at right now. But... Unlike you, I have no reason necessarily to live. I mean, not to live. It's fucking to leave. Like, if you were, to, if you were to literally yeah, look yeah. at it right now, like, I mean, right now I'm steadily employed. Mm-hmm. I have a girlfriend that's you know her roots are here, so she's really not trying to leave. I can see that. I have no kids, and I'm working very fucking hard to avoid that at all costs. But, like, art isn't taking me anywhere like that. Like, art doesn't require me to travel, you know? Art requires me to just produce art and post. You get to just do art wherever you want. Bingo. Yeah, that's the biggest thing for me is, like, it's, it's... Even though comedy's still here, it's not, like... 
like I need I, like there, there's nothing big happening out here. So it's one of those things where it's like why 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 stay? And there, plus that it's California, well LA in general is one of those places where does your girl listen to the podcast? The comedy, you do, what? Does your girl listen to the podcast? Uh I'm not sure if she actively does. Oh, then I'm not gonna say what I really think. Uh, you know, fuck it. I'll keep it a bean. I don't know her. I haven't met her yet, so I'm not gonna be disrespectful. But what I will say is this: mm-hmm. is I would have said this regardless of who you are or what you do, my nigga Tim. How attached are you? How in love are you? Because I mean, unless you plan on marrying this woman, I mean, the life of a traveling comic is tough. And I'm just gonna keep it a bean. Like that's a lot of stress to put on a woman especially a woman with kids. And if you're living that type of lifestyle where it's like you're constantly on the road, kids don't understand that. So that's what that's what I'm getting at. It's nothing disrespectful. I'm just keeping it a bean. And I'm looking out for you because I love you. You're like a brother to me. Um, I've known you since seventh grade. Even though we like have our tips and our fights. at the worst fucking points. <laughs> but you know what? It doesn't matter because everyone on my end can hear it because I'm recording it. So I'll, re- I'll repeat it back to you. Again, you're like a brother to me, Tim. I've but known, I, I've known you since seventh like grade. Saying, mm-hmm. What are you doing a good service to this girl by remaining in this relationship while you're in the midst of possibly moving or traveling road to road around as a comic? As a comic stands, you're young. You're only well, 29. With that, the thing... The thing is, like, I do love her a lot, and like, I feel like it—it it is a good thing for me, especially because like, she keeps she's like a very good balance for me. But at the same time, like, she knows that like I'm really committed to comedy, and even though we'll try to make it work, I—I I, if things get that difficult, I feel like it would end up splitting, but. As I see the way she is, I don't see me having split up with her, even if I'm on the road. But the only way for me to find out for sure is to get into that position because how we are right now, like, even though it seems like it'll work, like, she's like honestly one of the coolest chicks I've ever met. Like, she's everything that, like, I've needed in a girl. And she is like, very understanding and very loose. Like we've been dating for like a year already now. It's almost a year, like in two months. Yeah, in two months, it'll be a year. So eight months, no, 10 months. And we still haven't like actually gotten like, we've gotten like disagreements, but we don't get in arguments, which for me is a really fucking big thing because every one of I like every one of my relationships has just been like the crazy bitches. So that's why like with this girl, like I do, I do see it like, us being able to work things out, even if I go on the road. But at the same time, like I said, have to see what happens once it actually gets to that that time. I honestly have faith in it, but if it doesn't, then I mean, if if she has to go, she has to go. No, I don't no, want it. No, to. no, no, no. I mean, like, I'm not trying oh, to. Yeah. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to fuck up is. anything. Goddamn. I'm just. I'm just wanting. To, I have to ask no, you know, the hard I mean, questions. She knows. You know. 
And that's respectable. That's that's respectable. That that is very very respectable because at the end of the day, you know, um, there's a song that um, I used to go to back in the day to quote for people that went through heartbreak. It was a song by the young man Jay Holiday. That song was called "Fly," and the song would always go, <laughs> "I will let her fly." I can't sing. Until she comes back to me. So, yo, if you truly love something, you gotta you gotta let it go. You gotta let it go. So that would be you, like yo. Yeah. So that is some real, real ass shit. Oh shit. Got a little bit of connective issues. Let's go ahead and see what happens.
Oh yes, we are back. I don't know what happened. We got we uh, lost a little, yeah, we lost a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. My, my Wi-Fi disconnected. Let me walk back in the house really quick. Hey, get back outside, motherfucker. I didn't say you go in. Let me walk inside the house really quick so I can reconnect. Should reconnect right now. Yeah, I think I, I got I ended up getting disconnected from the Wi-Fi and started fucking up. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's not connected back. Yeah, I think it's uh Cat was making a little jingle and jangle right now. <laughs> All right. No, you look frozen still. Yeah. Okay. We're good. You got that old shitty Wi Fi. But no, that, that's just all I, I wanted. Think- I just want to touch on. I didn't want to bring in any heartbreak. I just want to let you know that it's like, I feel like the, but no. the comedian <laughs> has the ultimate Papa was a Rolling Stone life, if you catch my drift. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why. And the only reason why I asked is because, like, I feel like whenever you get into a relationship with someone that has kids, you're always kind of like, even though you don't know it, you're always kind of playing that stepdad or that nigga in the picture yeah. role. And yeah, I know that. And growing up without a mom, my dad would always be like, I ain't bringing no chick like around the house because I would only bring a chick that I would see suitable to be your moms and shit. And I was like, damn, <laughs> like, all right. But then, is different for the baby moms, but you know, that as long yeah. as like it's respectable and it's all understood that she has her goals, like she wants to move to Texas. And if you know that's with mm-hmm. or without you, then cool, it's kind of like a benefit, a mutual thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like you're gonna yeah. do some pretty crazy <clears throat> things in the future right now, now that you're moving on with like, yeah. a bunch of other like objectives. Yeah, shit, shit's gonna be uh. I'm ready. She's going to get wild. She's going to be cool. But there's still like a lot of uh, work. Still a lot of work. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of work that has to be laid down. Well, it's never going to be not work. I mean, the day you're not working is the day you're retired or dead. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I, I do like about comedy is that like it's one of those things where like you don't get Unless you're Richard Pryor, like, but you don't really get too old to do comedy. Because, like, honestly, like, once I, once I get to a certain age, I'm probably just going to get on the juice anyway. Fuck it. Oh, you're going to do the whole Joe Rogan thing and just be on hormone therapy and, like, all that type of yeah, shit? Fu- yeah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> and I, I, I'm not going to retract my statement, but I will clarify it. Mm-hmm. I think I said on an earlier episode of this podcast that, like, sorry, <clears throat> I would say that, like, all people are all dudes who do steroids are like bitches and like they're pussies and shit. I'll retract after listening to a recent episode of like Joe Rogan's podcast that kind of gave me more information on the subject. I'll say this I'm not calling all dudes that do steroids bitches, but what, like, what I will say is, unless you're taking actual 
doctor prescribed hormone therapy that is like getting your hormone balances up to those of like the proper levels and you're just getting the like just minimal amounts those dudes aren't bitches but if you're a dude who's in his fucking 20s 16s 18s and you just want to do steroids to get bigger or because you want to get a scholarship or no you're a fucking bitch still or if you're a professional athlete and you're going to do some steroids to cheat the competition like in the bio icarus like you're a fucking bitch but if you're just some like 60 year old dude or like 50 year old dude maybe even 40 year old dude who just like wants to get that testosterone replaced and like keep his job or like just keep keep up and do things like that i'm not gonna hate on you but if you're a young buck and you're still taking steroids you're a fucking pussy yeah, I, I, I low-key kind of kind of feel it, but, like, especially if, like, you're not doing, like, I feel like maybe if you're doing something more extreme, but, like, for me, like, I know, like, I, I, I work out, I work out heavy, and, like, I'm willing to go as far as my body's willing for me to go, but, like, I don't feel like I need to take steroids. Like, there's no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be that big. I don't need to be that big. Honestly, once I get up to like 175, my body starts hurting. It's too much. It's too much. Like, even though that's like not a heavy weight, it's too much for my body to like really like be comfortable. I, I constantly hurt myself. I like being like 160, 165. It's it's healthy for my body. Yeah, I've been there. I've been to the point. I think the heaviest I've been I've been being like lifting weights regularly and like being at like the buffest I've been is like 225 to 230. Mm-hmm. But now nah, like I'm not trying to be at there. And then the fattest I've been is 285. But once I dropped all the weight yeah, and it got down to of- muscle, like nah, never again. Yeah. Going, going, going extreme either way. It's a lot of maintenance. Mm hmm. Like, honestly, I like being able to, like, eat, I eat whole pizzas to myself, and then I'll fucking eat a bunch of cookies and cream ice cream after, and, like, I'll just work out the next day, and, like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm still good. Hey, here's a company you should also invest in. I'm going to show you. I'm not going to say it all out. Okay. Just gonna show you okay. my. I'm gonna show you my position and how much gains I've gotten in just two days. Uh, it's not. Uh, I can't. It's not as led. I'm about to crap out in a minute. Okay. They're low on battery. Well. We can go ahead and wrap this one out. We're almost at two hours and 30 minutes. So, fuck, that's been a long one. Yeah. And I'm, I'm about to record. I need to do another hour for mine right now. So, yo, whoever uh, is listening, if you kept up with us, thank you very much. And uh, be sure to check out Semi Daily Workout. Facts. And. I'm going to go ahead and throw back on some old school shit. Hey, Tim, before you hang up. Do you remember the freak Nick? <laughs> yeah. The musical with T Pain and Lil Wayne was in oh, it. My Lord. Oh my lord. Oh my lord, I forgot about that. Sweet T yeah, Mobsters. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead. 
I'm going to go ahead and leave us off with the song Save You by T-Pain and One Chance from the Freak Nick musical official soundtrack. It's been stuck in my head for the past week with me and Jasmine. There's a certain part where he says, you ain't got to close your eyes, bitch. Say no dream. <laughs> and I love it. Tim, don't disconnect for the first minute just so you can hear the intro or some shit. But for those of you that are out there listening in, I think this is the Bloggers Hot Podcast. I am your host, Famous Amos, a.k.a. One Identified Black Male, a.k.a. Billy Bordeaux, a.k.a. Muslap Steak, a.k.a. Pinky, a.k.a. Keep on listening. And with me is always the guest host, honorary guest host, one less ghost, Nigga, say your name. It's it's Tim Redhose. You also know me as the original Big Dick Bandit. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. All right. I'll let you get that one off. All right. All right. We'll catch y'all niggas later. We out. One love. There we go. Peace. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, well fuck them niggas, call my women ladies, it's your boy Freak Nizzle, Freak Nasty, brother Freak Nick, I'm back bitch, that's right, <laughs> you ain't gotta close your eyes, this ain't no dream bitch, I got it, <laughs> yeah, you ain't gotta watch your kids, you can go and get your nails did, I'll save ya, I'll save you. And I can open up these doors. You can put on your clothes and watch your behavior. <laughs> because I'm here to save you, girl. Now go and find you a rich white man and maybe he can pay her. It might be minimum wage, but it's okay. Because you're a new girl. And ain't nobody gonna be on the mic calling cinnamon to the stage, girl. Trying to lay Let's start with a brand new job And see where that takes you From this moment on Baby, you're my girl And this goes out to all the struggling strippers In the world Let's start with a brand new job and see where that takes you.
moment on, baby, you're my girl. And this goes out to all the struggling strippers in the world. 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 This goes out to all the wannabe strippers in the world. Da 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 da